0: Hello guys and girls, and welcome to episode 133 of the F-Reality Podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show, live streamed every Saturday on YouTube and on twitch and don't forget you can catch the show live uh, in vr using big screen tv the show goes live at 7 p.m in europe 6 p.m in the uk and 12 midday in central us you can also check out the audio version which is available on itunes soundcloud and on spotify and if you have any questions comments or feedback during the show put them in the chat we'll try to answer as many questions as we can now of course it's time for me to introduce you to the team first up this guy loves nothing more than a pleasant hike in the great outdoors and that's in and out of VR, so our resident VR streamer,
1: Zimtalk5. How you doing, dude? Peace, <laughs> yo. Headcrab, Mike.
0: <laughs> it was slipping. It He held on
1: there for, for dear life for a you while.
2: It's, he, it's, it pretty much sucks at being a headcrab if it can't even, like, stuck to your hack, right? It's because yeah. I've got
1: no hair. That's why. And, and to be <laughs> fair, an Atheist one looks Photoshopped on. So for, yeah. the, for the audio <laughs> listeners, we've got a 50% coverage of heads in headcrabs this, uh, this week. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I wasn't here last week, but uh, thanks for the break, guys. Um, It was the weirdest and quite a nice experience uh, to sit down on the couch with my wife and be like, we looked at each other, we're like, it's been two years since we had a Saturday to ourselves. Like, I literally have not had that uh, window for a while, and I've been absolutely killing it at work, like uh, three weeks of just hell. So um, thank you for... Uh, the, the, the day off and um, nathy for doing a fantastic job in the seat. Uh, I was really surprised. My wife was like waiting there. She literally did the whole like rub the hands together. She's like, oh, I can't wait to watch this fall down. And I was like, I don't know. He did. He did a good job. It sounds like it started on time. Yeah. It was running great. I watched the show back this morning. I didn't get a chance during the week um, and it, it was it was a fantastic show. So uh, I think that's one of the nicest things about this is like even when the four-legged beast has a leg cut off, how well it's run. And we've done it with like all the different legs cut off and it just runs yeah. well. So this is a great po- podcast, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like people don't realize we, we've we never missed an episode so far. We've never actually missed a, a podcast. And we've been doing this for like over two years now. That is like some serious dedication. And like you say, when, when you're not on the show, like, you know, when I picked up the puppy recently, you're sitting there on a Saturday uh, evening. You're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should be on a, a show right now. It's a very strange sensation. Is, is, but I love it's
1: it. Like a, it's, it's like that uh, missing limb feeling, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Not, not been with your VR
0: buds. So, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah. glad to have you back on the show, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so next up, this guy has got social distancing locked down. This is just a normal week for him. And I can say that as I'm exactly the same myself. It's my brother from another mother. It's, of course, Nathie. How you doing, dude? You all right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing all right. And yes, I'm not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, uh, this is a normal normal week for us. We don't leave the house. We don't yeah. get sunlight. It's true. Welcome yeah. to uh, full-time YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like like we have a pandemic
3: going on all the time, basically. That's yeah. what it comes down to. But it, <laughs> it means it like when the
0: like... when the whole world is on lockdown and everyone's struggling, we're like, well, this is normal for us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a
3: certain degree. Although, uh, although it is weird to be... One of the, let's say, rare species out there right now where still a relevant job.
0: Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we can still um, make content, make money, hopefully. It does, uh, it hopefully. does
3: impact you, you mean. Well, yeah. to to a certain degree, of course. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
0: yeah but you're good
3: otherwise yeah, yeah i'm good I, of course i miss the traveling you know i, I love to do that yeah um, of course. Th- that was kind of my goal this year to you know go to more places just just do whatever i want to do if i see something cool in terms of games or hardware i just go there and try it um but uh it seems like 2020 is kind of on a well, um, I don't know. A rule. On a roll uh, by itself, basically, uh, without me uh, really writing it. But um, yeah, besides that, you know, being at
0: home, it's 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 okay. But I I do miss it. Yeah, I do. That's understandable. That's understandable. Uh, so next up, Belgian doesn't even want to let go of this guy. Uh, they just can't cope without him. It's the one and only Rowdy VR. How are you doing, dude? Maybe you can tell us a bit about your, your tale of woe. Yeah, I, I, apparently I'm, I'm too
2: rowdy to leave even. like uh, <laughs> The <laughs> the entire situation uh, that went down for me really shortly abbreviated is that everything's been cancelled. Uh, up until this point, uh, in, in the foreseeable future at least, uh, Like Belgium is currently in, in lockdown, meaning nobody gets in or out of the country at the moment Uh it's been, it's been a very rough week uh, just to get everything arranged, uh, especially because, as you all can see, I, I'm not in my own apartment anymore. Uh, since that, all, all the furniture has been moved. Everything there has been moved as well. But my trip to Canada, I had to cancel as well uh, because of the flight. Uh, it's not going out anymore. Luckily, I didn't find an apartment there yet, so I, haven't, I didn't have to cancel that. I did have to cancel all the hotels and the bookings uh, and a lot of arrangements and appointments um, in the coming... Uh, weeks and months uh but as of now i, I don't really know yet what is going on we, we're we just awaiting further news i'm not mm-hmm. too worried uh, my parents have done a great job in like uh, giving me a place to sleep and eat uh, so that that's been great but for the rest it's been it's been a bit hectic just to get everything arranged uh, i still managed to get my my basic setup uh, set up so i can still uh, I can still do the podcast, and I can still uh, record some VR, and hopefully play some VR. That's the only positive thing about this. Since I'm not leaving next week, I might actually be able to play some uh, some of the games that are coming out next week. Let's see, nice. It was, writ-
1: it was written in the in the in the stars for you, Rowdy. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thank, thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Someone, <laughs> someone in the chat says Rowdy is in a sauna.
3: <laughs> he's sweating sweating the virus oh, out. So us us out. or, or yeah. let me let me blow your mind if, if you're watching the video uh version of this podcast just just think for a second that uh the background is his floor yeah i'm actually just laying down
0: like
1: you're, you're on weird. like a bungee suspension system is <laughs> <laughs> that, that's weird that's bending
0: my mind when i think about it like i that. know thank you for that Nathy. Um, But last, but by no means least, myself, the host of the show, Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. Uh, We've got an epic show for you today. Some of the highlights include we discuss what came out of the Oculus Game Developer Showcase this week. Uh, The PS5 and Xbox One Series X specs were revealed. So we talk about them and how they sort of relate to VR. Zim's going to give you the lowdown on loads of... And loads of releases to look forward to next week. This is rare, so enjoy the releases while they last. (laughs) And finally, our main topics this week are Gabe Newell. Gabe Newell recently talked about his ideas for the future of VR uh, using brain interfaces, which is fascinating, and we're going to be talking about that. And then also our predictions for the leaked upcoming Oculus headset codenamed Del Mar. So uh, juicy juicy podcast this week, uh, especially with everything going on next week. So uh, this is going to be a good one, I think. Um, Something going on next week. I'm I'm kind of out of the loop, so I have no idea. We'll what fill that. you in. We'll fill you in. Uh, but first up, let's find out what everyone's been up to this week and the highlight of the week this week. And maybe we can start off with Rowdy first. Like, have you have you been able to play any VR content this no, week at I, all?
2: I haven't played a, a single VR game uh, this week, uh, mainly because I had to break down my entire headset uh, or my entire PC and like get everything in parts uh, shipped to my parents' place now. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been uh, I haven't been able to play any any VR games, and I actually haven't played a regular game save for Ori uh, and the Blind. Oh uh, no, I did I did play. Ah, um, uh, how is it called? Limbo. Oh yeah, 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 nice, nice. Uh, I did play that one. Very dark though, but mm. there's uh, a
1: sequel to that I, that's really uh, worth oh. doing <laughs> as well. There's a re- like not a spiritual sequel by the same people, and I think it's done almost better. So inside. Uh, Inside, yeah, I, yeah, inside. I have, I, I, really I am good.
2: planning on starting that one uh, soon as well, just to, to kill the time a little bit. Uh, but yeah, um, I just managed to get my VR set up back uh, up and running. So uh, hopefully, well, I mean, I haven't really tested if it works yet, but my laptop says like on the side here, VR ready. So I, I, ah. <laughs> I hope that is the case. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it's an we RTX l- 2060, so it should yeah, be fine. Right? Should be
0: fine. Should be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but good good to hear that you're, you know, getting back into the swing of things. You've got it set up. You know, you're going to be ready for Monday. Um, so what about you then, uh, Zim? What have you been up to uh, this week? What was your highlight?
1: So uh, seeing as I was out for two weeks, I've, I've got a little bit more. The, the main thing I did, uh, which you guys know, I've, I've complained about hard drive space for the longest time, was I rearranged about eight terabytes of data. And I've got like 1.2 terabytes free on two SSDs now. All warmed up and ready for Alex um, and uh, I did a lot of restructuring, rebuilt two machines, been a busy boy so um, thankfully for that. In that rebuild and for those who were wondering, why do I see a mouse cursor every so often? Um, that's part of the rebuild and a, a mystery, an unknown mystery that we have yet to solve. Um, the other thing that I played, <laughs> I can't keep a straight face, uh, it was Horizons. I can't. I can't keep a straight <laughs> face uh, for that because Mike is probably thinking, "Shit, NDA, Facebook." No, I'm talking about Animal Crossing. Oh, <laughs> <right. Cool. laughs> yeah, cool. Like,
2: I, I, I've been I've been seeing this pop up a lot on like Twitter and like chats, but I'm completely out of the loop on that one. Mm. What is oh, it about? Like, why, well. why is I... everyone so hyped about it? Because if I if I look at like the cover of it, it yeah. looks like some kids' game or something. Have
3: you ever played Animal Crossing
2: before? It, no, it, I
1: never even heard of it. So animal, animal Crossing is is quite an old game like my wife played it a lot when she was uh, when she was a kid and she's big into it And I didn't know much about it. If you think about it this way It's like a if you took The Sims, but you were stuck on a, a planet That's like a, a ball right and you, you start off on a desert island, and then you build a community uh, This is a 2d game. It's not a VR game But um, worth mentioning because as you said Rowdy There's like a lot of attention for it and we got yeah. sucked into it We almost never buy full-priced switch games Um, But the facet of the game that's really interesting that I find is uh, the resources in the game uh, only respawn every real-life day. So if you go and you harvest some cherries from a cherry tree or... You even pick up the weeds and you go sell them because there's fucking shopkeepers who will buy weeds.
2: <laughs> yeah, Nate has a lot of experience with that as well,
3: right? Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> just look at my,
3: <laughs> look at my <laughs> face. That's all
1: you need to know. I'm selling it. Um, I'm 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 eating it. I'm smoking it, everything. That's it. <laughs> this, this is reminding me of the Elon Musk podcast now. <laughs> with Rogan. Um, but yeah, that's the whole that's like the whole concept. And you basically just you start off with a tent, and you build an area, and you—it's—it's it's got like a of micro crafting system. You can fish, and it, you it, can cap- capture bugs. So there's a mm-hmm. bit of a, like a Pokemon bit. It's multiplayer in a sense. So there's a Nintendo Online method where you can go to and visit other people's worlds. The way we're playing it, and this is the this is the main highlight. I've said this before because I did not know this when I was a teenager that you could literally go and grow your own land party. But that's what I've done. So I've got two gamer kids, a wife and a me. And so the four of us can play together. And, Mm. like, you've got a leader and followers. And so the leader can go to their tent and do all the main things. And the other people can walk around on screen with them, pick stuff up. and Uh, So you you can interact together. And it's actually kind of nice. It's not as directly um, co-op as some other, like, couch co-op games. But... Uh, it's nice to see that, and and to be honest, I only mentioned it because I wanted Mike's <laughs> reaction when I started talking Horizons on uh, for 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 the uh, for to underscore um, I don't have and I have no interest in uh, early access to Facebook Horizons. Um, that will come out at some point, and I'll deal with it then you know i just i I just don't Mm -hmm. so don't worry um i know nothing of that and if it's going to be good or terrible Uh, Mm -hmm. i i do think that though the one thing i was going to say with this whole uh you know global situation at the moment i feel like vr has kind of let us down um because although and you guys did a good job at calling out a number of the methods that people can kind of meet together with i still feel like we've not hit the nail on the head with that like mm-hmm. I've, I used to do it. I used to meet with my team. I used to have a stream team. We'd meet in alt space and you'd try to put a Google doc up and you'd try to like deal with a, a spreadsheet or a presentation you were trying to give, you know, to the group. And it was really cumbersome. And I don't feel like we've matured much past that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I saw uh, tweeted by Callum Underwood, I think uh, this week or tweeted at him when he was asking the question uh, was Mozilla hubs, which looks ah. really neat. It's yeah. like a, a yeah. 2D and VR uh, merged capability to meet uh, in, in a virtual space. Is, is that uh, Mozilla from Firefox? Yeah, Mozilla? yeah, the Firefox no, no. folks. Yeah, so they they made yeah. this kind of virtual meeting area that looks a lot like uh, the drop in environment in a lot of the games that you've played. But uh, probably Alt Space's like campfire scene is the first place that it looks yeah. like it's kind of naturey and all that, and you get together. Nice. I don't know if you can like show documents stuff. or stuff. Any of you guys tried that out? No,
2: mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't heard of it from it yet. But I mean, I do like. Uh, like in general, what Mozilla does, so yeah, I am interested in that, and then especially because I've I said it already a couple of times. Like I want to get my workflow into a virtual reality environment. Yeah, yeah. Like even if it's as simple as like just having like a, a huge screen and a, like a whiteboard or like you know at least something that you can work in. Yeah. that would be that would be epic. It just mm. feels
1: like even a like if 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 someone could do for meetings in VR or, or virtual space, mm-hmm. um, what Google did for search engines. Mm-hmm. What I mean is. Back for those who were old enough to have seen Google when it first launched against like Hotbot and other search engines when other search engines actually existed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Simplicity, just like something really simple works across Uh, devices, you know. Just
2: and I don't think it's it's that that like the the virtual part of it is like kind of like holding it back. I think it's rather like the input method. I think that really needs some work uh to get it like nailed down into like something that doesn't feel like too cumbersome but it's like adds to the experience Mm -hmm. but just like as far as i know there isn't really i mean there are some solutions for having your keyboard in virtual reality but there isn't like a single good one i think i think it'll come with the
1: uh with with the musk brain interface oh like (laughs) because our our ability to create content or input into a system is not of sufficient bandwidth today so, yeah. And right. I
0: think, I think you know, after all this going on, I think we're going to see a huge investment into these platforms in improving them um, because people realize now how crucial they are and how really how, how good they are in VR as well. And, you know, it's a real selling the point. The crazy
2: thing is that it's been going on for quite a, quite a few years because I know that a couple of years ago I went to La, uh, Laval Virtual mm. and there was a Belgian company there who won the prize for best virtual reality enterprise uh, development. And they were fully focused on making uh, virtual reality environments for the work environment. So yeah. no gaming aspect whatsoever, yeah. but really like really business oriented. And that's that's been now two three years ago, I mm-hmm. think. So yeah. there's been like definitely like I hope since then like some developments yeah. in that. So well, yeah. Yeah. E-
1: <laughs> e- even if people aren't convinced about it opportunists are going to launch at it. It's just mm. like with an app market, right? If there's, an, if there's an app possibility for kids, there's gonna be a hundred of them, like mm. pop up all over, you know, all over the globe because people are trying to get the spare change from people. Same thing here, with this, something like this happening, even if there isn't a market for it, mm. someone's gonna go after that.
3: Yeah, mm. well, I mean, there are a bunch of apps you can use for different things like, uh, you know, education and, and, and uh, presentations. Maybe Maybe we should just highlight some next week on the show. And, and see which ones are, you know, pretty, pretty good to jump into. I know we're not there yet. Um, <laughs> and, but it also, uh, it also shows the state of VR where now suddenly way more companies are interested in this because they are forced into using it. Yeah. And like the forcing part says enough about how good it is right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah let's ne- like ne- next
1: week we can talk about some, oh, some good I was going to say uh, it's a good suggestion I, I'd skip a week though because Half-Life Alex and educational mm-hmm. apps is kind of a funky you know well, yeah. melt between it's the a diverse two. mix we, <laughs> we can
2: pull it off I'm, I'm pretty sure you can learn some science from that yeah, yeah. plus people are in need of it now for
1: sure. they are in need of yeah. it that's the thing and I don't, again there's just not enough right but now they're that, also in need really of Half-Life
0: right. I agree definitely <laughs> definitely so would you say that Animal Crossing was your highlight of the week then Zim?
1: uh I didn't, sorry, I I plugged it, and I didn't (laughs) loop back. Um, I'll make it very, very quick, because I've been talking for ages. Um, Middle Sander, I don't think I spoke about that on the podcast. You did, you you covered covered it in releases before you left. Before, but did I talk about my experience with it? no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's great. It's really good. It's Unreal Engine 4, the mist or the fog uh, represented in that game gets to a level that I didn't think you could really represent in VR, and I've been, as, as Mike introduced me actually, I used to do mountaineering quite a bit, and so I've, I've, I've been in the thick of, you know, the middle of a cloud on the top of a mountain, I know what that looks like, and the closest I've ever been to representing that in VR is in Mittelsander uh, Iceland VR. Don't search for Mittelsander because you'll never spell it right. Um, Iceland VR on Steam, it's only four or five quid, and, uh, You'll get maybe 45 minutes out of it, but really worthwhile for what's done. Don't do what I did. I couldn't figure Jump out... Oh. <laughs> Jump off. what? Jump off the mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't figure out the uh, smooth locomotion, which is just click the left thumbstick if you're on a Rift platform. The oh. smooth locomotion is so much better than the teleport and that. Mm. But, but I, I felt so immersed. Like, I literally laid down... Ah. on this kind of divot in the beach. I like that. And just like, just took in the environment <laughs> for a couple of minutes because it was that <laughs> awesome.
2: That's, That's nice. crazy that VR can do that, right? Yeah. Like, I remember like the first time I went into the lap and uh, I got those like orbs and like I transported myself to that like mm. scenery, scenery places. Yeah. The first experience, it's like, you can't even describe that when you see that.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I know that uh, Chris Hanny, uh, who we had as a guest on the show, uh, he took that recommendation as well that you did, and uh, he tried it out as well, and I think he was also
1: very impressed with the visual fidelity of that Iceland VR experience. This, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, if that's now, like, this is like, what, I remember watching Jurassic Park when it first launched, and I was like, at some point, that's going to be a game. Like, mm. That's going to be in a game, that level of detail. It's just great. It's really, really good. If you're looking for a kind of a find your center, just you know, chill out experience, then that's a very good one. Solid recommendation. What about you, then, Nathy? What
0: you been up to, dude?
3: Yeah. So let's first go to the to the chat. So Bug Bites has uh, been replaying Hellblade. Uh, mm. Not bad. Not bad very at Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, then we have Supa Fupa played at a new pistol whip level full throttle on repeat. So rad yes and then we have Dogbox finally finished finishing realms a classic a very like you know hidden gem nowadays i thought the developer was still working on something for the future i think but it's something vague i can remember i don't know correct me if i'm wrong um then we have eric hartley who uh, uh dove into redemption's guild uh more half-life vr with dk1 and hydra seems legit like casual Uh, lots of uh, VR conferences and that's uh, that's about it for him Uh, we have Mighty Quinn uh, who played Star Trek real VR fishing also very relaxing if you like you know good environments is that one game Star Trek real VR yeah yeah of course yeah that's one thing yeah it's like a DLC Um, and then we have Echo (laughs) Arena that he also played last but not least gaming science teacher um, also Star Trek Star Trek bridge crew big screen and rec room quests with my friends. Yes, oh, nice. very,
0: very social, nice. right? Solid mix there, yeah.
3: Yeah, so um, as you can see, I have a ginormous VR face right now. I don't know, I can't get rid of it. <laughs> For some reason it just sticks with me. Like usually, oh, it's kind of gone now, right? When we, before we started, it was, it was like- quite, It was bad before we but started. But you can still yeah, see it. Was it.
2: Like he, it was like he had like
3: two eyebrows on the top here. Yeah. And he was just like looking around like that. Yeah. True, Um, but there is a good reason for it. I've been playing some some random game with zombies, some spiders, and soldiers uh, on the Valve Index. That that's (laughs) all I can say. Uh, It's pretty good. (laughs) Okay, I'm 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 serious. I'm serious. (laughs) Okay, cool. So uh, yeah, uh, on to you, uh, Mike.
0: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, well a bit like Zim I've been playing a lot of pancake stuff uh, I played Animal Crossing I'm really enjoying it as well loving you it you did okay like, yeah. Yeah, really, cool. like, like, uh, how would you describe yeah, wait, wait, it?
2: wait 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 do, do, I, do I need to get into this am I missing out it, not it's one it? of
0: those things I think that you will love it or you'll hate it it's yeah. very very slow it's like a life simulator but very very slow there's no so there's no slow. real goals you can do anything at your own pace it's just about collecting bugs and just like <laughs> living a little having a bit of escapism you know Hang on, hang on. Anything
1: anything at your own pace is a bit unidirectional or bidirectional, but it should be unidirectional because it's like if you want to go fast, nope. Yeah. It's more Caribbean in its in it's undertaking. Yeah, Everything true, is slow. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been
0: enjoying that. I, I also played uh, the Resident Evil 3 demo, which is uh, oh, available on Steam now. Nice. Recommend it, by the way. It's only 20 minutes long, but it gives you a good taste of what has to come in that game, which is coming out next month. Uh, and I've also completed Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which I absolutely adored. I thought that game was yeah. beautiful and I uh, yeah, highly recommend it if you're into and, that kind and of And Did platformer. you play
2: all of these on... PC or was yep. it then Switch? Uh,
0: well, uh, Animal Crossing is on Switch. Uh, the other, yeah, yeah. the other two are on PC. Uh, but the VR experience that I want to highlight is something I've I've probably talked about before on the show, and that is Emu VR. Um, it's kind of like a retro uh, video game emulator for virtual reality. Um, so basically, you can play all the old retro consoles and games as long as you can find the files for them basically Um, and the cool thing is with this experience is you have your own bedroom uh, that you can decorate with your own movie posters and artwork you can really make it your own space and then you can place like multiple old-school like CRT TVs around uh, plug up all the different consoles to them and play all the classics till your heart's content. Uh, But what's really cool about this is that they recently added an update to the experience where you can add light gun support. So this means that you can play um, light gun games like Duck Hunt, for example, on the Nintendo Entertainment System. You can play Time Crisis on the PlayStation 1 and you can play like House of the Dead 2 on the Dreamcast. But what makes this even better is that you can have all three games running at once, for example, and shoot between the screens. So you could be playing okay. duck. Yeah, so y- this, is like this is like pro level. So you can be <laughs> shooting a duck and then like pointing the, the the light the light gun at the house of the dead screen and then take out some zombies. Then jump into Time Crisis and du- duck in and out of cover and take some bad guys in that as well. So Heck. when you when you play them all three at once, it's amazing. <laughs> um, and 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 this really just shows off the magic of VR because you couldn't do this. It, it, it's not physically possible any other way other than in virtual reality oh, um so it's a really really cool experience and the fact that you've got light guns now which you can also spin and gunsling like a like robocop basically when he's like mm. flicking his mm. gun around is, is totally badass um and it's completely free. You know that that's the most amazing thing about it. So okay. if you want to check it out, EmuVR, uh, go and check out the website, which I think is just called EmuVR. And then just email the developer to add them, add you to their Discord, where you can get the latest download, uh, which is just on PC, by the way. I should preface that it's not so. So
1: Quest. a question about that because I, I dabbled back in 2014 with emulators and and these kind of virtual reality arcades. I, I understand the the shell uh, is is uh, that the emulator itself is. Is, is, is free but are the actual titles underneath like how do you get access to the content part of it like it it's got to be that's, the dark side of the web, right? That's the reason yeah, why yeah. it's free. Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 you know, and, and like,
0: I just want to preface like I don't condone piracy in any way. Um, you know, these are these are like retro, retro, retro games that I've probably bought a thousand times over in the past anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I know that doesn't justify it, but still. Um, so I won't go. You know, like if you want to find the games, you'll you have to search them out yourself. Uh, but but the- you know, once you do get up and running, it is a magical experience, and I'd highly yeah. recommend it. So.
1: It's amazing, though, like that that three screen shot. Tell me you put that on video somewhere. It it, it is on a video, actually.
0: Yeah, I did upload a video. I think it's a couple of weeks back now uh, where I showed that actually in action. Um, Yeah, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Really, really, uh, really cool experience. (laughs) Nice um so cool let's get into uh, some news then and the first bit of news of course this week uh, is about half-life alex and that is that the preload has now gone live on steam meaning that you can download the game in advance and get ready uh, prior to it going live on monday the 23rd of march which is two days away it's incredible i can't believe this has come around so fast now the uh, the download for the game is 48 gigabytes, uh, which unpacks to a total of around 68 gigabytes. So, you know, with Zim clearing out his SSDs, should have plenty <laughs> of space now uh, to, uh, to get the game on there. Obviously, if you do have an SSD spare, it's always recommended that you install, like, you know, a, a, an important game like this on an SSD so you get, you know, the best load times, you know, because load times in Half-Life were you know, a challenge in the past, they would really break up the gameplay. So hopefully that's not the case with Alex, uh, but we'll find out in a couple of days. Uh, The game goes live at 10 a.m. Pacific time and 1 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S. Uh, So this means it will be live here in the U.K. at 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. in Europe. So if you're sort of, you know, taking time off work or you're already at home on quarantine, then, you know, this is the time you need to get ready. I think Nathie and I are both planning to live stream the game. Uh, is that right, Nathan? Are you still planning to do that, or you've got other plans now? Uh, Maybe yeah, other plans now.
3: Uh, no, I, I think so. I think okay. so. I still want to. Um, so it. Yeah.
0: you know, either way, we're going to have content on our channels. If you're interested in checking yes. it out on Monday, um, but yeah, what about you guys? Are you sort of getting hyped now? Are you getting excited for the game? You you seem sort of getting prepared for it.
1: Yeah, definitely going to stream it at some stage. It just depends on work for me. Yeah. Like uh, you know, if I if I if I have the time to be able to, uh, I will games downloaded paid for and pre-installed everything's as clean as a whistle so fingers crossed now yeah, awesome. I,
2: I still need to i still need to install it but i did see the preload uh, popping up uh, yeah so i'll probably do that in the next week yeah
1: so so for me
0: i had this like, kind of crazy idea of like live streaming the whole game in one session and like i know i like it could be like <laughs> the best could be the best idea it could be the worst yes. idea i've ever had uh, and i i i I think it's probably unlikely that I'm going to be able to do it just because I'll just I'll just be t- so tired, I think. Um, but you want to enjoy the game a little bit as well, no? I d- like, yeah, I think I, I, think I will. Don't know I if think, you're going to be... I think I would
2: enjoy it still.
0: Um, but like, it's like
2: like, I've done like that. What is the playtime? T- play it's like, what, 16, seven, hours. eight hours? They reckon it's, it's like, 16.
0: like 10, 10 to 12 hours, I think, if not more. Yeah, but
2: like, like, I mean, spending that long in virtual reality near the end, you're getting a little bit like... Yeah. I, I would well, say, I've like,
1: done that. Like, I mean I did I did no, all the wind I'm rounds. not saying it
2: can't be done, but I'm saying like if it, it's still enjoyable it the is. last two hours. It can be. So. The
1: thing is you're you're gonna have the same thing. It's a it's a stamina game no matter which way you look at it. Hmm. And there's a hill, right? So yeah. you start off, you go up, you get to the point where it's like, oh God, this is a pain in the ass. But well, that's what I mean. And then and then you get past that and, and you get into the like just static plateau of like okay now i'm playing the game and and that's when your head clears and you can really just kind of flat out enjoy it for as long as it lasts as long as some part of you doesn't kick out like for me it'd be my feet because i'm flat-footed yeah and about eight hours nine hours in they start to go and i'm just like it's not my back or anything it's not like back muscles which a lot of people who sit in office chairs like many of us uh for for the whole day that that's normally what goes for people but for me it's the feet yeah. Yeah. Like, so the, like
2: the, the thing for me it's mostly like, you know, I, I like to do like my sessions in VR like rather short, like a maximum of like two hours. Mm. Since that's like the, the time that I can like really enjoy a title. Yeah. And then afterwards I, I take a break. And even if the break is like an hour or two hours and then afterwards like jump back in. That works much better for me and that allows me to enjoy the title much yeah. more. Yeah,
0: it'll be an interesting experiment because I've never streamed like that long before. And to prepare, I've like had to rejig my uh, index controllers because obviously they've got an internal battery. I don't have a second set. So I've had to be, be a bit creative and I've got a battery pack with mm. two wires going to them, like the Hydra days. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to be playing that wow. way. So um, nice. they're going to be charging and playing at the same time. But that's my plan, whether it'll work out or not who knows i could just be in for an hour and then decide to nope <laughs> yeah. out it's uh, it's,
3: it's crazy i bought i bought a 20 2080 i have two extra valve index controllers i also yeah. got extra base stations i have eight base stations in total old <laughs> ones but then i also had the new steam vr 2.0s um but um just saying is you need more than eight hours okay it, it, and also uh, that's it uh, i I can't do
0: this. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I can't um, do this. <laughs> so, so, so just be aware, uh, there are spoilers out there already surfacing on the yeah, internet. So if yeah, you yeah, wanna no, avoid them, don't. just be careful of what you click on over the next couple of days. It's gonna be annoying.
3: Um, like seriously, if, you, if you're if you planning to play it, you know, just, yeah. just don't go on Twitter. It's the same with watching series and stuff. Someone, like there's a troll who's gonna be in comment sections of people's videos or yeah. are going to tweet people, are going to be on Discord spreading the news. It's annoying, yeah. I know. Just play the game. Stay in VR as long as you can. Don't get <laughs> out of it. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's he's why Mike survived. is wiring everything, so he can't get any spoilers. <laughs> he just stays yeah. in, there. He so gonna, in there. He even yeah. sleeps. He even sleeps in Half-Life. He just, you know, when he's when he's done, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna sleep in this corner yeah. here. Exactly. I'm
2: gonna be fine.
0: That, that's why the box. hat
2: cramp is next to him, so that oh, when he wakes God. up and he sees the the a, thing a pillow, that he doesn't like it, like loses. There's <laughs> <It's> a
0: pillow. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> so there you go. Half-Life Alex available to preload now. Hype is real. Can't wait. Oh god. Um, ah. Next bit of news this week is that we got some specs for both the upcoming new consoles from Microsoft and Sony. Uh, further details were provided for both the Xbox One Series X and the PS5. Uh, did anyone catch the PS5 live stream?
1: Oh my God, hey. it's so wacko. <laughs> very, like, very that guy is... What's his name, Dave? Uh, Mike Sanny, uh, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. He's... Uh, oh my God. He's like... It, 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 the comments are great. God, One of them yeah. said... I think it was like, this guy could tell me to kill my father and after 50 minutes, I'd, I'd do it. You know, something like that. Because he's so robotic in his presentation. Like, he looks like an android. He should have been cast for Star Trek, this, this fella. Yeah, and the thing the thing is, if you missed it, um, the live stream was
0: titled The Road to PS5. And a lot of people were saying, like, thinking this is going to be a reveal-like video, like, you know, they're going to show trailers, like, uh, unveil some games that they're going to be releasing on the new hardware. Sadly, that wasn't the case. It was a real technical deep dive, and they were, like, going into how many transistors each component has, and how fast the SSDs were, and how they were optimized, and although I appreciate the technical detail, it completely bored (laughs) me to tears, and... And like you said, you know, I wasn't alone. The community definitely felt it as well. Yeah. Um, but on those, because it was a it was a chat, right? That you
2: that you were in. Like they're always negative. Yeah. They're always negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. always. negative. But I think negative. I think the video yeah.
0: has has like three hundred thousand likes now and one hundred fifty thousand dislikes. So it's good good percentage they... of people were confused anyway. Well, they, they yeah, yeah,
1: I think, but that's it. Like, but there's also the side to say that you don't get to see that kind of stuff about graphics pipelining very often. No. And again, another commenter was saying. On the on on the YouTube uh, cut of it talked about um, walking away with like a, a graphics engineering <laughs> um, <laughs> degree <laughs> degree yeah <laughs> and you listen uh, to it I mean the guy's cadence in his voice and everything he sounds and the fact that he he went through that entire presentation that way it's incredible like he he sounds like um some very practiced lawyers that I know yeah um, he's just immaculate in his presentation so I love yeah. seeing that kind of creature surface mm-hmm. because it's it's amazing to think like these are the people who be... are trapped in a, in a closet engineering their entire lives come out yeah. and then you put them on stage for a presentation it's great I love yeah. it
2: but to be fair though like like in the chat like Sony says as well like the stream was called a deep dive uh, so it was rather appropriate to have like you know all the technical details to be revealed during that time yeah. Um, so I, I i mean if it's if it's a deep dive it's kind of makes a, a little bit more right. sense to like really it's not a community event you know yeah. it's more like I talking th- about the technological yeah. aspect. They, the, they, they could yeah. have
3: maybe communicated it better but on the other side it creates True. hype again because we were all expecting something else so you mm. spread some extra news that you know in the end is kind of unnecessary uh, yeah. so it's
0: um but yeah it kind of <laughs> reminds me of john carmack when he talks you know very uh you know, very sort of, like, on the same level, you know, goes through it very methodically. So
1: in very similar to Carmack, I think. Carmack's a mousetrap, though, because Carmack leads in with stuff that you can get, and you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. And then before, like, you, he just keeps you. going with these, like, these sentences that just run through detail, and it goes off the deep end, and you don't realize it, and you're like, what where the hell I? is he going on <laughs> about? Where, where are we? I don't get... I haven't understood the last three minutes. I am laughing here at Fuppa's comment. He said... I slept well after that talk, actually.
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, But in terms of specs, like I won't go into like the full specs, but basically on paper the PS5 is roughly twice as powerful as the PS4 Pro in terms of GPU, CPU and RAM so it's going to be a bit of a beast of a console by all accounts Um, PSVR was mentioned very briefly during the stream in relation to audio specifically but nothing really any more than that Um, all we know so far is that the PS5 will be backwards compatible with the current PSVR headset uh, which is great news for those out there that have invested in that current headset although it's unclear right now which PSVR games will also be backwards compatible because there's a bit of a hit and miss between what games will and what games won't be backwards compatible. Um, of course, hopefully we'll get a new PSVR headset eventually alongside the new console, but I think we've talked about this on the show before that we don't think it's going to happen just as the console releases. Um, on the Microsoft side, we also got some tech specs, which of course sparked the big you know comparison between the hardware uh, of the two upcoming consoles. But as we know from the past, you know the specs on paper doesn't really matter so much. Because when you bear in mind, like the PS4, for example, it's not as powerful as like the newer Xbox consoles, but it still sold, sells significantly better than, than Xbox right now. Um, but again, spec wise, the Xbox One Series X is roughly twice as powerful as their current flagship console, the Xbox One X. A lot of confusion with the X's in these Xbox console generations, but it is mm-hmm. what it is. Um but basically, these these two machines now—they're—they're they're, they're becoming more and more like just high-end gaming PCs, you know, in terms of specs. Yeah. And I think, you know, at this point, although you know there there is some differences in the hardware, it's always, always, always about the content. You mm-hmm. know, I think that is the most important thing. Yeah, uh, content is king. Yeah. And I feel like at this current point in time, Sony is definitely winning that race because they're they're pushing out some really amazing content at the moment. I think.
2: But Xbox, in general, has been like slacking a little bit in that department i think the past couple of years even like Mm. they had a few really solid titles but they they just started off really well and i think everyone kind of expected it to keep on going on that role back in the beginning but yeah, I don't know, but it's hard to to compete with, of course, a company like like Sony that has so much so much experience in gaming for so much years already, and have been acquiring all of these kind of studios and like even the novel fields, like we see them doing that for virtual reality as well. Yeah. yeah, they and Oculus are really competing for like the best kind of dev studio. So yeah, like they, they are basically securing their future a yeah. little bit into the gaming market yeah. as well. So if, like, if VR becomes the big thing that everyone is expecting it to be, then Sony has already acquired a couple of those studios. Plus, I, 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 I
3: feel like if, there, if, um, if, if there's, like, you know, a momentum going on with one console, like, for example, Nintendo Switch right now, PlayStation 4 for a while, then the good titles come with that. But if you, as a console maker, kind of falls behind, then it's also hard to get developers on board. Even if you pay them uh, loads of money, then they become maybe timed exclusives. But with Sony, it's like they just have an exclusive. They, mm. they had so many exclusives that never came to any other platform and that has something to do with their success. They can pull that off with the studios I, they I work do, with. I
2: do wonder then if for like other like companies, like, like the bigger ones that have not invested yet in virtuality, um, if, if they see like titles, like for example, now half-life Alex dropping, are they going to be like, did we miss the ball? Like, you know, are we, are we mm. too late now with investing? Well, I so think this Sony is a thing. Been like, doing it for such a long time, the whole long.
0: industry is is about to watch this go down. I think they're all yes. waiting, holding their breath. They're going to see what the reaction is to this game, and and this is why I keep on saying this game is so important to the VR industry because I think a lot of the success rides on this game from a traditional gamer's perspective. You know, yeah, um, true. I think, I think, I think there's I
1: a lot of community hurt, though. I think in this because. The price tag for entry is still pretty high. Mm. Uh, the fact that we've, you know, we're in the global situation we're in at the moment is drying up the already dry VR equipment that's out there. That's true. The secondary VR equipment market is 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 a pretty big deal. And one of the things that I want to encourage people to do, if you have, like me, an unfortunate horde of VR headsets that you're not using. Think about putting those out there, not just to make money, but actually just help people get into VR who want to get into VR. Because, in the same way that I've had to deal with the work situation, a lot of companies are kind of like scraping around for laptops, get their people set up remotely, you know, to, to try to overcome this funny period that we're going through in 2020. I think that um, VR equipment, you know, that secondary market and tertiary market are are one of the strongest places for VR to kind of get its its momentum, you know, mm. for, especially for people who are priced out of it right now. Mm.
2: I, I disagree with, with a little part of that. I don't think that, that like, the price point of virtual reality is, like, maybe too expensive in order to invest in, as long as the the quality that it delivers, the experience that it delivers is up to par with that. that I think that's, that people that's are the, willing to yeah. to spend money on that as long as they indeed get a return on mm. that. that. That's the main uh, problem the right question, now. That indeed, that is the question. Like, can Half-Life Alex and the games afterwards like deliver that kind of experience that people are willing to pay for? But I mean, even if for.
1: even if you're going like with Half-Life Alex, right, and I believe they've got uh, Windows Mixed Reality support. Um, even if you go for a second-hand hundred-dollar headset, right, that's going to give you something decent, and you're able to play the game. You still need a PC, and that but that racks for old up the gamings, cost. like
2: yeah but like if for example you would like to play like uh, i don't know like the new modern warfare or like uh you know some new game that comes out recently and you want to play it on the best settings or you want to play it on this you will still
3: have to but, but dish out you know but, but on the other side like most people who play call of duty or other games they play it on medium range PCs, sometimes even low end i think there's a bigger yeah, sure. market for that than yeah. high end but but that uh, will happen
2: to VR eventually as well. We now, we're now with the first generation. Once we hit a second generation, then we'll have lower NPCs yeah. that are available for mm-hmm. a much lower price that we'll be able to. It's just a shift that we'll be seeing. But I think that we're pro- of course we're the first first adopters now, so it's, yeah. it's it makes I, it's, sense that it's kind of expensive. I, I
3: think uh, I think you know when when Half Life LX drops, it's it's going to be very good for the industry, but it's also going to have some you know it will um, take some you know some problems with it too because as you said, sure. the buyer becomes higher. Um, uh, this, this game is made by a big team with a huge budget it's made by Valve who has been you know on top of the, the, the gaming industry for years so they can pull this off but you can't expect this from almost anyone who's working on VR right now to make something like that even mm-hmm. if you wish but it's like what Mike says uh, it might be
2: important to it get is. that
3: push it is but uh, that push can also claim uh, a hype that uh, people cannot deliver right now because it's not the time yet to be yeah. able to to do mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's an example like uh, this this is what we can expect in the future, but mm-hmm. it doesn't say it's instantly gonna change because the budgets are still quite, you know, low mm-hmm. yeah, uh, exactly. for for most devs. So the, I, I yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, i hope that Valve is gonna share the numbers of Half-Life Alex to also show all the let's say pancake uh developers that there is yeah. definitely a market here that can, you know, course.
1: work. Question, are, are you, or what you're saying? I'm just trying to understand this. Are you basically saying that, hey, here's this, uh, you know, potentially golden gem um, that is going to attract people in and then? they kind of feel a little bit swindled if the other stuff in that environment right now yeah, isn't matter. at the same level yeah, of quality. That, yeah.
2: And that, that doesn't really happen. Like, like if, mm. if you look at, like, new consoles that got released, like, I I always give you the, the example of the first original Xbox. Like, the first original Xbox came with, with Halo. Halo was the big title mm. that was going to push that console forward. But after that, there were, like, a lot of titles that just couldn't match to that initial Halo title. I, but I still it sold, like... Yeah. enormous numbers yeah. like and it immediately competed with playstation who has like been been doing that for years so and they've been in that market and they've been able to like convince people to commit to that kind of platform. so what you're saying rowdy so
1: I, is it just takes one and i would agree with that that yeah, you need I, I the hardware and you need one bit of software that, that gives people the value that they feel like they yes. got their money's worth yeah, and if this game gives them their money's worth yeah. it's going to do a lot of good putting wind in the mm-hmm. sales for vr yeah. this year
2: but it needs to—it needs to be that kind of thing, like that everyone says, like "Wow, like I want that." Or it, it needs—it it needs to hit the nail right.
1: Mm.
0: That's well, when f- I fingers think. crossed. Fingers crossed, this will yeah. happen. Um, but let's quickly just round up the consoles. Um, because obviously, you know, with PS5 and Xbox One X, uh, Series X, uh, we know that obviously PS5 are already invested heavily in VR, but we know that Xbox are very wary about VR still at this very time. So ultimately, I think that could be the thing that sets them back, especially if, like, VR does have this ultimate, like, quick, re, re- you know, uh, uh, boost because of half-life alex and if, if microsoft aren't jacked up to have support baked into their new console then they could be left behind a little bit i think in the console race but will be interesting to see like i don't know if you guys are interested in these consoles at all because obviously we're all pc gamers sure. and uh, quest gamers anyway <laughs> um but you know on a personal level are you guys interested in these yeah, yeah. consoles
4: oh
2: yeah yeah because it pushes again the technology forward and if you see what sony has done just in general for virtual reality i think it's it's amazing yeah like uh, it's still, like, the biggest virtual reality headset out there, yeah. I believe.
0: I'd take a, an Astro point, Bot 2 right. launch title for, for
1: PS5 VR headset. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any day. I was going to say, like, I mean, what what part, what camp are you guys sitting in? Because, like, for me, a PS5 is of no interest until PSVR 2 hits, really. Um, Like, unless it gives me some advantage playing my PSVR oh. existing <laughs> games, then there's no reason for me to buy it. So I think I'm a- yeah. So, so I think the Xbox big, is a forgettable one
0: for and, me. Like. And the thing is with Xbox, because of all the content is generally on PC anyway, if, you, if you're if you a PC gamer, you're not missing out on anything, Yeah. you know. Uh, so you basically have Xbox content on your PC. So that's why I favor yeah. PS5 in the console race, because it's content I can't play anywhere else. Same.
3: As the exclu- exclusives. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So that is um, Xbox. Uh Series X, I keep on getting it wrong. Um, Xbox Series X is so, X things X things is is so confusing.
2: Like What's uh, Xbox One? Like, like,
0: make some sense of your damn numbering. Yeah, like. just call it like the <laughs> Xbox Five. Jesus, get it over with. Um, and PS5. So, yeah. Um, Last chunk of news, and it's a big hefty chunk this week, is about the Oculus Game Developers Showcase, uh, which took place uh, this week between Monday and Thursday. Uh, And this is where Oculus shared updates on content that they would have unveiled during GDC, uh, which was cancelled due to the global pandemic. Um, But what we got was a few updates about games we already knew about, many of which are releasing next week, which Sim has got his hands full uh, this week and will be covering shortly in releases. Um, but we also got some details about uh, some other bits and pieces. And, and let me start off with uh, an, up, an update that's coming to Quest uh, at the end of the month, which is a redesigned Universal menu. Um, now, it doesn't sound that exciting, but it's got some unique features about it. Uh, and this new menu, it looks very similar to Oculus Dash on the PC side, actually. So if you're familiar with Dash, you'll probably uh, sort is of know that, what I'm talking about.
3: Is that a good thing?
0: Um, I think it's a good thing uh, in that you can now bring up the menu uh, in a game without having to drop back to the Quest yeah, home environment, which is annoying. Yeah.
3: A, a, a better version yeah. of Dash, because I'm not a big fan of Dash on PC. It's okay. very all over the place. Yeah. I, I rarely use half of the buttons on it, but um, this version okay. might be better. Yeah.
1: It's the the default positioning I, is yeah. really annoying, because mm, it's like right yeah. here, and your hands are just hanging there, yeah. and you just end up pushing buttons, yeah. and there's yeah. no like way to just... Push okay, band, I triggered, so, I triggered the whole place,
3: yeah. continue, you go,
1: did. go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, this, the, but the
0: problem is, say if you want to um, you know, adjust settings or record content, like us, for example, you have to jump out of the game back to the main menu, press yeah. record, then jump back into the game again. Yeah. Whereas this is going to make it a bit more seamless. So the menu will just pop up overlaying the game and then you can just access the settings from there, which is, I think, a nice yeah. touch. Um, I think I've always right?
2: liked this, like the, the browser out, The browser pullout, you can like pin that to a certain screen.
0: On Dash, on PC.
2: Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree isn't isn't that nice? But that, that like that that cost us 10-15% in CPU headroom on PC on on Quest, I'm nervous that's going to do the same thing.
0: Mm, I, I say it's like it looks like dash I wouldn't say it's probably going to function like dash.
1: Um, but if it's an overlay on the existing game, yeah. it's got to take something. Yeah, maybe. It can't be for free. You know, you don't get that kind of thing for free. I remember talking to Carmack about that kind of thing because yeah. it was like if you're trying to do these fancy tricks and at the same time how are you going to how are you going to do onboard capture? Because onboard capture takes a yeah, nice slice of that CPU uh, as well. As long as it so, has nothing to do with,
3: n- with number, uh, uh, what is it, like 76, I think we're fine. Like, like I,
1: I welcome it as long as there's a toggle and I can turn that shit off.
0: That's fine. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so, alongside this new menu that Zim will be turning off, uh, they're also <laughs> Um I think that's a good point, though. Yeah, I, I yes, do think that's yes, a good yes, point. Fair. <laughs> fair. Um, they're also adding multi-window support for 2D apps. So they're going to be starting this with Oculus Browser. Um, so we're getting closer to that sort of scene in Minority Report where you can have multiple windows up at, at the same that's time. That's
2: really what they're going for, right? Like, everybody's seen that movie. Oh, is. I do think that's what, like, the, the ultimate goal is. Yeah. It is cool, though, I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
1: So, so that one is particularly of interest because for those who operate on a Windows operating system, unless you purchase or Download uh, an app that allows you to virtualize another monitor that is not actually built into the Windows OS And for some time now Nvidia and Windows Microsoft I should say have been both working on that for mm-hmm. VR because on a quest You've got a different environment So the multi-display thing is a bottleneck that you might consider if you've been using you know, virtual desktop or similar apps for some time Even Oculus's own mm-hmm. it's been a limitation and why is what? that because it's baked Wait. into the, the, the OS
2: you you now say like if you're running a Windows platform, are they is Oculus actually available already for other platforms like like Linux for example? No, I, I didn't think that was the no. case, right?
0: No, no, it's Windows ten only. Yeah, 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 on PC. So. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's what mo- I'm
1: saying. They're breaking that with this with this extension, and it's really yeah. cool because I think in the in the video that they're showing, what Mike is alluding to is. Um, it, it, three monitors is what they showed, yeah, i think three windows yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah that's cool
1: um so
0: that's um some nice little updates coming to quest nice. um nothing on the rift s side sadly it's kind of still <laughs> being left in the dark <laughs> and, um, you know oh, like wow. hand tracking and and everything else which is a real shame i think uh, especially you know if you've invested yeah. in one i do feel bad for seriously people.
3: if you're watching and you haven't bought a headset yet then you're in the in the oculus uh, you know field, just just get a quest just just don't bother with it. Just don't. I, I, do I
0: would it. still use a Rift S on, for PC content any day of the week over a Quest, though, um, purely for the comfort uh, and, and the latency. Yeah. And, uh, and, side as, of things. and as
2: a content creator, like yeah, it's for almost, sure, for sure. Yeah, but um, we're talking about
0: the consumer. The value for money wise, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. It is, yeah, but still, like,
2: it, w- it, it wouldn't be smart for Oculus to focus on Oculus Quest only. They are already doing that. Well, football. we but, they last We may have a reason why. We, we may have a
0: reason why later on. Oh, I love yeah. having the four crew on. It's great. Save, save that. Shut P- up! I'm just basically
3: bank. saying it sucks uh, upon this point. Just it content-wise, it's there's nothing to play. You can have a headset, but there's if you get a quest, you get like a new game almost every two, three months. <laughs> That's uh, already
0: uh, like at special. At least <laughs> though, with 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 Rift, you do get the benefit of Steam VR library as well. So yeah, but anyway. yeah, you no know,
1: Rift. I love my Rift Desk. I think Rowdy used that on the last podcast because I heard that yeah. when I was listening to you guys back this morning. You, you guys oh, yeah. forgot
3: about the Oculus the boss lane, pretty much. But that's that, that's what makes the quest way, way more relevant now. Yeah. Plus, you've rolled everyone,
0: everyone up in the chat now. Rechargeable or? batteries yeah. in the That's, that's, that that's, that's why out. we do this podcast. To be tethered. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So sadly, <laughs> we'll no updates no right on now. the Rift Desk side. <laughs> um, but further to this, we did get some uh, new DLC packs for both uh Beat Saber and Pistol Whip. Uh, Beat Saber will be getting a Timberland uh, music pack, which launches on the twenty sixth of March. It's going to cost seven ninety nine in US dollars for the pack, and includes the following tracks. If you're a fan of Timberland, uh, Man, isn't that boots? What boots? Timberland. No, he's Timberland like Timberland boots. Yeah. Oh, boots! That's, yeah, yeah is yeah, that yeah. Yeah. a producer? No, no. Timberland Timbaland, Timberland, Timberland. It's Timberland. It's you, like you, like you boys are really showing your age boots. now. <laughs> um, okay, so the sure five tracks, awesome. Timberland tracks. Has a Meaning, Dumb Things, While We're Young, What I Like, and Famous. They're the five tracks, Um, and they're releasing next week.
1: Only five. Uh, That's uh, light compared to the other packs.
0: um, Yes. One of them was six,
1: right? I think it was Green Day was six.
0: Yeah, the Green Day and Imagine Dragon ones were were more, I think.
1: Yeah, Um, the lightest one so far,
3: I think. Would this be a move from Beat Games, or would this be a move from Facebook
0: in this case? we, We will never know. Um, but they're both one of the same nowadays um, because That's they true. were That's, required. That's
3: true. But it could be that this was already li- lying around to happen. Um,
0: Possibly, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of this in the future, and you'll 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 yeah. know why uh, now when I give you some stats on terms of in terms of sales, um, because Beat Saber has sold over two million copies today across all VR <laughs> That's platforms. Insane. That's insane. Which is 2 million. Two million, yeah, which is pretty incredible. And this is the real kicker: they've sold over ten million songs through downloadable content. Um, wow. So this is obviously you know huge, Amazing. huge uh, revenue stream for them. So like, I think,
2: like, I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, Timberland, who obviously <laughs> is probably watching this podcast, I'm gonna give him a tip. Like next time that he he does like you know does he actually do gigs because he's more like a producer than anyway. What, the what, songs, what kind of music
1: what, is it? I, I have no idea what we're like talking hip-hop. about here at all. Yeah,
2: hip-hop, yeah. Uh, well, very broadly, yeah. But um, like next time when he performs his songs live, he should have like two people
0: playing like, beat saber in the background.
2: Playing yeah. beat saber live yeah. on the on the background of, of like the show. Like I think that I, yeah. I, I I'm waiting for that actually to happen to see that yeah. live on like a yeah. like a festival or live with like some kind of show or gig because I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, there you like go, Black. choreography Plan. and all that kind of stuff. With yeah, you got a viral so,
0: video I'm on your hands right there. You know. So what you're
3: happen. basically saying, I kind of hate to say it, is that microtransactions also work in VR because in a way, you know, the game you buy it, but then the songs are also like extra things you buy, yeah. although not in a pay to win kind of uh, site, but mm. you know, if you don't just sell the whole game with all the songs in there, but you kind of sell crisscross some
0: other things, it works. Well, I think to a certain degree, this had a lot to do with like custom tracks. Um, because you know they made it so much easier to buy them legitimately. It's like the Napster effect. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's easier yeah. to buy uh, these music packs <laughs> than it is to yeah. sideload. It the all harder, the, the more you, you, you uh, earn. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, like I gave up on custom <laughs> Beat Saber tracks a long time ago now, because I just can't I still, be bothered. I,
1: I still honestly think that, and we'll probably talk about this later, but I still honestly think that the next headset that comes from Facebook, whatever that is, will come with free beat saber oh yeah yeah no, I think because we- because that, that that was that was the model that made sense right out the gates yeah. when we saw that originally was you 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 don't you don't pay for the framework you pay for the songs that you want you know over and above the bass. Yeah, it just makes so so much sense.
0: Yeah. So in terms of stats, you know, congrats to to Beat Games. I think that's uh, an amazing yeah. milestone. Uh, really, sort of setting the trend in the industry right now. Um, next is Pistol Whipped. Uh, pistol Whipped. Sorry, not whipped. Uh, whipped. <laughs> but, <laughs> pistol <laughs> Whipped. <laughs> pistol cool. Whipped. It's the Ooh. game where you whip uh, cream uh, with a pistol. Um, that's getting some uh, DLC, but this DLC is free. Um, And it's called the Full Throttle Update. Some of the chat were playing this uh, this week. Um, This update includes a new Mad Max uh, inspired level, new game modifiers and more weapon customization with skins and stuff like that as well. Um, That update released on the 18th of March on both PC and Quest and is available now for free so uh, if you're interested go and check that out. Um, We also got some tidbits of information about other games uh, alongside the DLC. We also got a release date for Phantom. Cover Ops uh, which is going to be releasing on both Oculus Quest and Rift uh, this summer on the 25th of June um, which is good that we've got a date now uh, yeah. at least we can put that in our oh, diaries <laughs> uh, because having tried the game recently when I visited End Dreams uh, the game is shaping up really really nice and the Rift uh, the Rift version particularly on Rift S looks brilliant uh, because they've really uh, spent a lot of time to upgrade (laughs) the visuals on the PC version of the game, um, which is a really nice touch. So, you know, I I think both. I,
1: I take it from your from your comment there, Mike, and a couple of comments you've made over time. That's the version you'd recommend people oh, play. Oh yeah, for sure. The option. Oh, like by, if by you far. have the, if
0: you have the option, play it on the PC. Yeah, and the thing is, like you know, there's some games in the past, like Journey of the Gods, where it didn't really matter which platform yeah. you played on because it looked the same. But this yeah. one, it really shines on on PC, and because it's such a dark game with with a lot of lighting effects, you mm-hmm. really notice the difference on the PC.
1: And it's a game you're meant to play seated, right? Yep,
0: yep. You you never actually get out of your kayak. Um, but it actually feels great. You know, the, the, the mechanics of rowing and then grabbing your equipment, which is all scattered around your kayak in front of you. So you can, you can, you know, go quiet, you can go loud, you can There's multiple routes at times. So the reason, the
1: reason, the reason I wanted to highlight that was because if you're not moving around the tether, the cable that you're, you're tying to your PC doesn't doesn't matter as much. No. No, yeah, so. uh, but
0: yeah, that's cool. going to be a fun title to look forward to. So, the twenty fifth of March, twenty uh, fifth <laughs> of June, sorry, that's coming out uh, on PC and Quest, and then a couple more updates uh, in terms of like uh, Lone Echo and Echo Arena, because it seems like Lone Echo Two has been delayed even further. Uh, obviously, it was yeah. due out last year, mm. um, was due for Q one this year, but. Q1's like coming to an end now. We still don't have any information about it, so it's likely that the game is going to get delayed again. Um, and on the Echo Arena side, um, it is coming to Quest uh, next week. Uh, they've got a closed alpha, which you can apply to be part of, uh, and the alpha starts on the 26th of March. And I've put a link uh, in the description of this uh, stream so you can sign up for that closed alpha if you're interested in checking it out on Quest.
2: I, I think by... They by need by to th- hurry up, though. I think... Like, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a problem if they wait, like, much longer, because, like, people are probably starting to forget about the first
3: title.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right? Well, I think by, by the moment it comes out, there's already a new VR headset around. Um, <laughs> Quite possibly.
0: Quite possibly. <laughs> uh, I don't
3: know why they keep pushing, like, they already have almost, like, no IPs going on right now, and they push them, and they push them away. Um, mm because it's such a, like, they' have oh, been looking
2: the, so forward to that one. Like, they have been, oh. they have been
3: uh, like, doing so many marketing campaigns with that game, you know, at E3, at other places. But as Rowdy said, people forget about it. So w- why did you spend all the money on promoting it? Well, you're only pushing it to a point where people don't even know it's
0: around anymore. But I think you hit the nail on the head there, and we're going to touch on that again later on. But why they might be delaying these might coincide with some information we were going to share yeah, later yeah, yeah. Um, but and, and like you guys said you know I appreciate all these updates I think it's great you know yeah. we're getting information about these games but what we were wanting was some new game announcements you know we wanted that from that, you know, that come
3: out you like know. in the upcoming months not exactly. like oh hey like June and August and maybe next year yeah. and
0: maybe but <laughs> even that to a certain degree I wouldn't mind you know they said oh like we're working on like this game it's going to be an, an, a title for next yeah. year at least we've got like a roadmap of stuff to yeah, look forward to because except yeah yeah
2: it's just strange because they have been doing that like for the past like like years yeah. they've always yeah. had like things like to look like yeah asgard's Rep, you had stormland yeah. medal of honor lone echo lone echo 2. Yeah. like there was always like something going on but now it feels like you know what is like the next
0: exactly big Exactly. Thing? but we might I mean, know of why course, medal of honor is still have, we might but. know the reason why it's, um, so we'll, it's we'll, funny
1: though. Like, look, reading into those announcements, I'll tell you what I got from all of that. And I know it was a little bit of, uh, it was little tidbits of information. I really liked the amount of information they put forward in that, um, uh, in that kind of week of content they were dropping for game developers. In other words, clarity on, yeah, re- like on how to get your game through the hurdles necessary to get on the store. Yep. Like that's the most clear they've been so far. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, reading into it. And again, this will probably get me in trouble saying it, but I think, from what I've seen out of Oculus in the last, like, month, it looks like they've developed a software tool for capturing a Quest better than they have before, and I would hope they would release that publicly at some point, because uh, what I can see in their footage, it's improving. And I, I would I would hope they're, like, tuning that up and eventually it'll become public release for content creators. That'd be nice. Because I see yeah. that in what they're releasing. Yeah, that you would know? be nice. Mm-hmm. And like, microphone access, yeah. you know, for for Yeah, yeah, recording yeah direct, direct yeah. recording, that type of thing. Yeah. Like, I would be way more interested in that than Dash. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Um, yeah.
0: But, yeah, it's a shame we didn't get any, like, just tidbits to look forward to in the future. Um, but the last bit of info I want to share is that um, some information from the showcase is that 20 titles now, um, VR titles, in the oculus lineup um have surpassed 1 million in sales uh which i think is great news you know 20 titles is is, is a big number uh, and it's just a great sign that the vr industry is growing they didn't share which titles they were but you know i think that news is uh, is 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 pretty good so i thought we play that
1: again mike 20 titles have passed how many sales 1 million in sales across all vr platforms sorry 1 million units or 1 million in dollars 1 million in sales units passed yeah okay that's really good wow yeah, so that's pretty, 20 titles past a million. Yeah. Wow.
0: Um I I want that list. I want that one million list. sales. It might be it might be revenue actually. Sorry. It might be revenue. I was going to say cuz yeah. one million Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It, it might be revenue. Yeah. Apologies okay. for that. Okay.
4: Okay. That's um, better.
0: So yeah, that is the um the Oculus game developer showcase. Uh, obviously like Zim touched on there's loads of information for developers that you know this was predominantly for developers um but obviously we got some gaming information as well but if you're a developer i'd highly recommend you check out some of the youtube uh, conversations particularly between like Sematic bruce and yeah. the guys there on the team about yeah. like yeah. you know best practices and stuff that they can uh, do it's, too
3: it's good they make that content for for developers yeah. and also uh being transparent to everyone not tell one dev this and tell the other dev nothing uh by having these videos up everyone can watch them also if you're not working with them yet and you know what you can expect so this is and and then maybe the consumer who maybe also watches it then understands a little bit better what's going on behind the scenes so uh, it's good for everyone
0: Yep. okay so that is all the news this week so now let's pass over to zim for the releases we've got Uh-oh. some beautiful titles to talk about it's oh my you, god you're gonna you're gonna love this you really cherish this moment because it probably might not happen again for a while <laughs> Forever,
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I, I just, you know, I saw Rowdy do the releases last week. Thanks, Rowdy, for picking up the, uh, the bell. And um, thought I thought really, you
2: did a great job. I really highlighted some great titles. I, I like
1: the dinosaurs. Um, I yeah. loved Rowdy's, uh, Rowdy's quote. I got to quote Rowdy. He said, every kid goes through a dino, dinosaur phase, and some kids get stuck there. Like <laughs> Rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and normally, like my target for the week uh, when we're doing releases, is find three things, right? Rowdy did five, so feck it. This week I'm doing seven, right? So- <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Seven, seven releases, and actually they're not junk, um, which is surprising. All right, let's let let let's jump into this anyway. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought last week. Like like Mike, the tower game, uh, the crane uh, operator game that you oh, you yeah. highlighted last week, which was called VEG Sim Tower Crane Simulator, best game 2020. Um, I had an uncle who did that in the UK for like four, it, it was many years. It was I don't know if it was like 10 years or something, but like that job, like Mike was saying, like that's that's daunting, you know, being up there in that mm-hmm. crane. So that was my favorite of your of your picks last week. Uh, go back and check out Rowdy's cast last week if uh, if you missed it. So first one, uh, this one, and I promise you this is not this is not a, a, an adult title. It's called Industrial Petting um, <laughs> for fourteen pounds uh, by another Yeti. Great name by the way for a dev studio. Landed on March seventeenth. This is your chance to get you and your friends together to explore an alien world. This is not No Man's Sky. Find new pets get them to love you, and sell them on the galactic market. I love that. That sounds like
2: Animal Crossing.
1: Like Animal Crossing, if you you didn't have a soul and all you cared about was money. Um, So, (laughs) you find these pets, uh, you can... (laughs) You you find these pets, and you basically flog them. You you mate them, you grow them, and you flog them for cash. Uh, The reason I love this is if anyone in the world has ever played Minecraft with someone, particularly a kid or someone who just loves uh, farming in that game and it drags a server to its knees this game is built completely around that you make your pets and uh, yeah that's it <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a little Steam. bit like,
2: uh, like Slime Rancher you remember yeah. Slime yeah. Rancher the, yeah. the VR version as well um, kind of reminds me of this one
1: I got so nervous though when I saw that title I was like <laughs> Jesus, really? Industrial petting? I mean that really doesn't sound like a kid's game. <laughs> I love um,
3: I love the trailer. Like in the trailer you see this this computer man like you know using a computer. And it shows like, hey, this this game supports, you know, flat, uh, uh, you know, humans too. But you can just see the VR person running around. And then this one robot guy is just smacking the keyboard inside. Like, that's the only thing they do.
2: Okay, so everyone raise their hands. Who's getting this instead of Half-Life Alex? Yeah. Yeah, no. Of course,
0: totally.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mike, Mike, Mike doesn't win on the, uh, the the performance there. I don't think you're giving an Oscar <laughs> no. for that one. No one believed wasn't that. I wasn't giving it my all. Oh my God. Anyway, next one. Um, and this one takes me, this is one that I think my wife would absolutely adore. Um, it's called Color Space, mm. spelled without a U, UK people. Uh, so, Color Space landing on March 19th uh, is uh, $10, eight pounds, and um, is a coloring book landing on Quest and Rift. And I kind of feel bad about that because this game looks absolutely gorgeous. Now, it's not going to be for everybody, it's essentially a VR coloring book. And for those of you who think well, coloring books are for kids, my wife actually bought uh, something like this, which is um, a kind of an etching book where have you guys ever played with that paper that you use as a kid where you draw across it and it like becomes like a rainbow color underneath, like it's all black or something like mm. that and um, uses things like that to, to kind of help meditate and like just get to like a happy place type of thing. And this looks like a, a absolutely awesome for that to be surrounded by this beautiful world and and just, you know coloring this world in around you and it's replayable in that way and it looks, it looks absolutely really fantastic.
2: Cool. It looks really cool and it's again like one of those yeah. titles that I mean I haven't seen something like this in in VR. Um maybe yeah. it's out there I don't know but it's the first time that I see something like this like popping up uh, which is cool because it's, it's always nice to see something that
0: is completely new. But in, yeah. in, in terms of like, it's more like a paint dropper than a coloring book because you, you yeah. can't like color outside the lines, which would of course drive me nuts. Um, but you just drop the color in there and it kind of, yeah. Look, like, but like your, nice. like the fact that it
3: uses is quite cool though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it nice. It has like this coloring effect. Honestly, like drawing uh, uh, within the lines with a, a VR controller, is like, you know, it's too sensitive for that. That's uh, really broke. <laughs> Maybe, maybe with the index, with the finger tracking, just use your fingers, you know, finger uh, painting.
1: (laughs) That could maybe work. That could maybe work, as Niki says. All right. Uh, That was title two out of seven. So we're going to go to title three. Uh, Three for a reason, right? So this one, Alex. Yeah, thank you, Rowdy got it. He he redeemed himself from several months ago when I tricked him. That was a horrible person. Horrible person. (laughs) Um, Right, so this one. Now... Everyone knows about this, so I'll I'll keep it really short, but, uh, this is the story of an impossible fight against a vicious alien race known as the Combine. Set between the events of Half-Life and Half-Life 2, you play as Alex Vance, and you're humanity's only chance for survival. Now, why should you buy a game that's, you know, 40 quid, 50 dollars right now, uh, and get into this? Supported across PC VR platforms, it's by Valve, and it's their return, uh, to the Half-Life universe in VR. Uh, what I'm running the trailer for, by the way, is, uh, is, is, is one of the original Black Mesa videos. It is not Alex, because we've all seen the Alex trailer like 600 times. And there's a reason for that as well. I wanted to give you a little piece of history here, which I found really, really interesting. IGN, on the 26th of November in 1998, posted their review of Half-Life 1. And to me, it reads the same reason why you should be interested in and picking up Half-Life Alex. Here's, here's, here's their statement. They said, Carefully crafted for the single-player experience, every encounter in Half-Life is a new challenge. Nearly every room throws out something you haven't seen before. Every sound is a worrying cue that something horrible is about to happen. The sheer number of hand-scripted events and little scenes keeps the action moving, giving you a reason to keep playing. If only to see what could possibly happen next. I haven't had so much fun playing a game in years. I have not been frightened by a game in years. I have not dreaded corners like I have dreaded corners in this game in years. Half-Life is a superbly ambient game. It constantly presents you with variety, surprises and new challenges to keep you hooked. It's a tour de force in game design. I think I remember that quote being on the cover of like PC Magazine or something. The definitive single player game in a single first person shooter. Don't cheat yourself, play this game. And that really resounded with me as that's the reason I, I paid for Alex.
2: So Yeah, I think that uh, applies a little bit for, for all of us. Yeah. Like we all know like the legacy that Half-Life put down and uh, we're all expecting this legacy kind of like to continue in Half-Life
1: Alex. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. and I know we'll talk about it a bit later, but uh, some of the words that have come about it uh, from uh, creators, people who've played it and stuff, are just really uh, echoing off of the chamber walls and getting us all hyped. We heard it at the beginning. Nathan said it's good.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's good. good. Guys, guys, listen. Guys, listen. This, This game, this game, okay, is the future of how pancake games are meant to be played, okay? If you played this... You don't want to go back to all the other stuff you played. You only want to look into what's next. What's going to be the next big thing. First glimpse of VR going mainstream. And from there, we'll see what happens. But it's exciting. Very exciting. So what Zim said. Yeah, totally reflects. It's like a throwback. A blast from the past. But it's also you talking about the future reviews of Half-Life Alex.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and, and that's, <laughs> that's why, like, I read it, and I was like, this is so weird. It, it feels like this could be a review I see published, you know, in a couple of days' time. So that's landing March 23rd, as Mike said earlier, preload it now. Yeah. It's open. It's only <laughs> 64 gigawatts. It's only,
2: yeah,
1: wow. Of- <laughs> to load on your, your little system. I've, I've heard of so many people offloading things like Asgard's Wrath for this, and good on you. Anyway, um, uh-huh. next up, this one I've been a- quite um, excited for. Since we saw it teased, Paper Beast coming to PSVR. Uh, This is a playful exploration game, very artful, in a colorful ecosystem born out of big data. Undertake a virtual journey of discovery through an immersive and poetic gameplay experience somewhere deep down in the vast memory of a data server an ecosystem has emerged. Decades of lost code and forgotten algorithms await. So in this game, you get to explore this kind of expansive universe with these weird like Paper created creatures and go on a journey.
2: Um, so what you're basically saying is this is how my work laptop looks like on the inside.
1: Exactly how your work laptop looks <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Flowers. There's a lot more, more seedy of stuff though. A lot more ones and zeros. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I as I've said before, I like highlighting uh, YouTuber comments or comments in various forms. YouTuber user named Q is legit uh, says, dude. I am going to get so high before I play this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he's got
1: good plans probably, probably
3: best idea. For Solid plan. What,
2: was it, was it <laughs> <laughs> oh, the way.
3: He I do up. not endorse this, this uh, quote. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Next one. Rhonda, what are we on now? Five. Uh, all right. Number five. Number five on Zim's list of seven. The special seven. The magnificent seven. Uh, next up. The Room VR, A Dark Matter, a game that once you have seen, probably on a mobile phone or cell phone somewhere, uh, The Room comes to VR. Quest, PSVR and Rift by Fireproof Games landing on March 26th. This is the next chapter in a mysterious world of The Room series. Puzzle series, really, really deep one. Uh, The game begins deep within the British Museum in London. Oh, London. Uh, Where the disappearance of an esteemed Egyptologist, didn't know that was a thing. Prompts a police investigation into the unknown. Explore cryptic locations and examine fantastic gadgets as you unravel the mystery of the room. This looks, Ooh. the assets in this, What for those who were watching video, astounding. Like, really looks great. And to be able to play a game like that on Quest, you know, or PSVR, Rift, my god, that's awesome. I can't. I can't wait. Did it
2: he, does look like the kind of game that I would get incredibly frustrated in because I have like no patience for this kind of stuff. What? It's a puzzle game. It's
1: a, it's a puzzle game for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore like, puzzle game. Did you guys not play this one at OC Six? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I oh, didn't OC6? get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, they were showing
1: it at OC Six. They were. They should. They had this like cordoned off. Uh, area for it yeah I I played it
0: on Quest um, and it it was like really nice it was like a really cool solid uh, puzzle game so if you love puzzle games then this is a must buy in my opinion plus the setting was in like Victorian London which was totally my jam in a police station so I was like you know living the dream you know (laughs) so it's my office yeah
1: (laughs) exactly yeah Mike's like Mike's like I got this I got got this this. I've been here before you know Um, (laughs) alright cool so let's go to uh, game title number six Another mysterious hit from Twisted Pixel, uh, mm-hmm. the guys who dropped on us very recently, Path of the Warrior, and some of you will know from Wilson's Heart, this is an original first person action adventure that first landed more than a year ago on Oculus Go. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was 3-DOF at the time. Is being given the touch of 6-DOF, the six degree degrees of freedom that allows you to move about and shake your booty. Uh, I don't know if the game actually includes booty shaking. Uh, but it's got a, a series of kind of unlockables as you go through this kind of colorful uh, First-person shooter game. It's got some characters listed in the trailer I don't know if you've got playable characters in it or how that goes have any of you guys played the go game because I haven't
3: No. It
1: just looks no, very it's 18 first time. I hear it oh. actually Yeah, it looks very very it looks weird. It looks <laughs> weird, but it looks like it might have some goodness to it And that's the thing like seeing as we just saw path of the warrior which, you know, you guys really liked. Mm. I mean, hugging an alien running down Fifth Street mm. looks looks like could be lots of fun. So this has enough pizzazz and kind of oddness to it that it really entices me uh, to want to go and play it. The B Team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been mad. Um, that so that was that was Title Six. On to Title Seven. As Mike said, this is like a crazy run. When was the last time that we had this many titles in a go? And good ones uh, as
0: well. Good games. And good ones. Yeah, that, good that, ones. that's,
1: I mean, I, I was going to edit it down to seven, but then, or down to three, and I was like, I can't. I just can't because there's so much here that's good. Um, I believe we talked about this actually not too long ago. Down the Rabbit Hole on Quest, PSVR, and Rift by Cortopia. March 26th, this is dropping a relaxing adventure puzzle game. Reminded me of. Um, uh, of 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 Lucky's Tale a little bit mm. where you're like looking at a scene um, and guiding a character through Wonderland and this is basically you're 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 guiding through a scene that is set prior to Alice's arrival in Wonderland because we know she fecked the place up uh, and in the game you discover another girl who's in search of her lost pet patches uh, that has wandered into Wonderland so you guide her as she moves through the mysterious world looking for her pet. But which way will you go? Looks like a you quite know what endearing tale. this reminds tale.
2: me a little bit of? Like the, the gameplay of, like, uh, The Curse of Monkey Island.
1: Yes, mm. yes, yes. Very much like The Curse of Monkey Island. Like a, um, oh, what's that genre of game called? Point and click. Point and click yeah. adventures, which, frankly, my, my kids just explored. And um, there's a game called Un- Unforeseen Incidents, which is very wonderfully timed with the current pandemic situation. <laughs> If you want a, a point-and-click adventure that's really quite good, try Unforeseen Incidents. I played it like, a couple like, of years ago.
2: It's actually funny. Like uh, There was a point-and-click game that got me into neuroscience. Did eventually. it? What? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. not a joke. It's called uh, Grey Matter.
0: Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You've mentioned this yeah. before on the show. I think me, yeah. that
2: that's the the original game that got me interested in, in neuroscience and awesome. drove me into that direction. Yeah. That's, that's really that's, interesting. That's awesome.
1: But the the, the impact we, we should do this at some point, like trace back our roots of like what led us to here game wise, mm-hmm. because I think that's quite interesting. But those are my seven quick recap in case you wanted the titles again. Industrial Petting, Color Space, Half Life Alex, in case you forget that one, Paper <laughs> Beast, The Room VR, A Dark Matter, B Team, and Down the Rabbit Hole.
0: I'll also quickly That's... mention that Down the Rabbit Hole is very cool. We got to play a at Gamescom. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah.
3: And, and it's that it, is a casual one. Yeah, by the way, that yeah. one is pretty easy to play.
0: It's still a puzzle but got platforming relaxed. elements to it as well. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what I love about that game is the deeper you go down the rabbit hole, you can look up to see where you started. Oh, uh, and cool. it's still there, you know, as yeah. it, very smart design.
2: You, you can see that uh, this week Zim is doing the releases again because uh, no dinosaurs. Shame on you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: What do you mean, Rowdy? <laughs> Mike's here. Anyway, <laughs> Rowdy, oh,
3: rowdy's, oh. Rowdy's, a, rowdy's a little jelly that he wasn't in charge this uh Yeah, yeah.
0: So. yeah. Just getting jelly. Um, yeah, nice. Awesome releases this week. Uh, let's get into some main topics then. And the first main topic this week is a surprising one, uh, which I didn't think we'd be talking about this early, to be honest, but it is uh, a leak about an upcoming new headset from Oculus, uh, codenamed Del Mar. So the codename follows previous headset codenames such as Crystal Cove, Monterey Bay, Santa Cruz, uh, which just like Del Mar are all coastal locations in California. Um, So kind of following the trend there. um, The details around this headset uh, were found on the Oculus developers dashboard and then they were posted on Reddit by a username Ray Bops. Um, The post basically was a screenshot which showed... um, Oculus Delmar development uh, above, uh, no, sorry, below Oculus Quest development. So you had like the Oculus Quest development, then you had Oculus Delmar development underneath it, and it had this kind of like a bit of wording underneath it which read, The information contained on this page is restricted to early Delmar developers only. Do not share this information. Any questions should be directed to the Delmar First Access Forum or your Oculus partner.
2: Whoops. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) somehow. They, they, I don't know what happened, but this information is out there. Um, and alongside this Delmar Mar headset, they also reference to a controller, uh, which is codenamed Jedi. So we don't have any firm details, of course. Okay. Uh, Oculus haven't confirmed uh, the leak, um, but it seems like we're going to get a new headset and a new controller uh, coming relatively soon uh, nope. if people are developing nope. for it already um so i wanted to know th- sort of throw it out there to the chat and you guys as well as to what you think this might be uh do you think it's going to be an oculus ghost successor do you think it's going to be like a uh, an oculus quest pro maybe a rift 2 or maybe even the ar headset that they've been teasing about uh, oc6 i'd like to know what you guys uh, think
3: so so what you just said that's all we know because i've seen i've seen articles on this i've seen videos on it people claiming that it's standalone that it's uh, successor to so that's all fake news. It's all just clicky click click. It's yeah, all speculation.
0: Yeah. It's all speculation okay. based so on we, like did, yeah. No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. um okay.
3: Also, it sounds a
2: bit like a like a deliberate leak.
0: I'm going to talk more about no? that shortly because I think <laughs> you're on the money there, and I'll tell you why. Uh, but what do you guys think this might be then in terms of headset? To think, uh,
3: as you said, like if they're already developing for it now,
0: mm-hmm.
3: like the thing is, the Quest is still pretty good you have around so i don't think it's dead oculus go like we we spoke about three doff it's kind of on the another six doff headset that is maybe downgraded compared to the quest i don't know if that's something maybe interesting Mm -hmm. uh ar Mm -hmm. and we have been talking about that for for ages Mm -hmm. who knows (laughs) who knows um but if if it has a code name it needs to it needs to be something
2: new. It can't be like just like uh it's now just how they're gonna merge Rift, S, and Quest together, yeah. just like a cable. <laughs> it needs to be something that is next, no, right? No, no, you no, no because so? they've
1: they've they've been using this for the entire yeah they have. Life cycle of their product. But eventually, Every they'll run out single... of coastal
2: City, So what are they gonna do? There? <laughs> but <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they've already gone down to San Andreas <laughs> or whatever this is. Um, like San Diego, I think is where where uh where, where Del Mar is. But it's like. My my thought is, oh, I only have two thoughts on this. One is, it's what I've said before, and I'm, I'm still thinking we're going to see an, another iteration of the Quest following in Apple's footsteps, iterate your products every year. Um, and then the second one, which just leads me back to the other uh, milestone that we've got is when they said, we're working on an AR headset. But I, I feel like it's probably too early for them to have teams focused around AR. So I'm going to go with essentially Quest 2. Especially because there's a controller change.
2: It needs to be AR because the last two letters of Del Mar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, I I think my my personal opinion on this is the same. Like, uh, I do think it's too early for AR as well. Um, Mm. I do think they're working on it, but I think it's too early for them to release a a headset. Um, But I personally think it might be a Rift 2.0. Um, because if you think about it I think the Quest is solid as it is I think you know it's selling very well I don't mm-hmm. think they want to confuse the market with Quest any yeah. more than it currently is but the Rift S is kind of like people like it it was a minor upgrade It's a stopgap It's a stopgap headset and I think this might be the true Rift 2.0 that we actually wanted prior so to competitor
1: Rift so to, competitor to index essentially then competitor like go toe to, to toe yep, yeah. ind- you hit the nail Smart. on the head
0: there Boom. Be- because if you think about it you know, Oculus have got a couple of markets covered at the moment. They've got the Quest with standalone. They've got Rift S with low-end PC accessibility. Yeah. Now it's ready for them to go right. Let's go full balls to the wall. Let's release a crazy high-end headset. But, but, like, but that's like, against I the mean, corporate strategy. I'm not right? saying
2: I, I'm not saying I disagree with that. But at the same time, like it would kind of defeat like the strategy that they've been having for like the past yeah. while. Like they've always wanted to bring the price down for VR. There, it's not like the, the like I would say the Oculus Rift S is a is a lesser headset than the than the, than the Index. What they're actually doing is they're selling a headset maybe half the price of what it actually would be. But this is my so point. I'm not, so so that's exactly I'm not entirely
3: convinced so, that that no, that's like, exactly what they do. They make a high-end yeah. headset and sell it for exactly. Cheap
0: price. So cheap what, price. what if they can out-trump index uh, specs but, but release that, it at like 600 is, is, 700 bucks?
2: Is there enough like technology advancement in order to, you know, go all out with that? Is that is that are we are we at that point? Are we ready with like bringing out something like very focal lenses or like or, or what is what, I don't is think it's going to happen. No, I don't what's think the it's the unique
1: have, selling point of it, right? Like what are they going to come out punching with? Is just
2: like Pushing a higher resolution or even like a, a higher field of view is that going to be enough to be well, pushing that price point?
1: A unique selling point
3: would be that it's wireless. Mm. I think.
0: But you, you, you're right, actually, touching on the Verifocal thing because they te- teased that a long time ago. That would be a really unique selling point because
1: if but you I could. I don't
2: think that's ready at this point. Possibly. And who would not? care? Well, well, I mean, like,
1: performance-wise, they would care, of right? Of course, mm. would come out um, But like, why would why why would it why would your average consumer care about Verifocal? just just, yeah. just because they're able to push better looking games on the, it's hard to sell
0: but, but say for with Half-Life: Alex for example if you looked at Alex's glove and it's close to your your face and you can see all the detail and then you move it away and then the very focal moves to the background that that is a real key selling point and, but, and they, they maybe, sell, maybe as well like I, I mean i'm not completely up to date with like the
2: uh, the uh, the technology of that but maybe it might also reduce the requirements
0: from a from a, a PC. Could could well yeah. be with like especially with dynamic foveated rendering which you have talked about on the show before.
1: What, um, what I was saying eye tracking and I again, you know, with the branding, with the moves that they've already gone, you gotta think Facebook's gonna want for more data acquisition. And we've saw it in their presentations at OC6, like eye tracking it has to be in their next headset and also does if you think about it like say if they could push this really high-end headset utilize
0: eye tracking for performance saving and it runs on the same hardware as the rift s that would be pretty incredible um so you know this is all speculation of course this is just us getting excited about new hardware um But the thing is as well, like you touched on this earlier and around sort of this seems like intentional and I think it's an intentional Mm -hmm. leak as well. I don't know why I think that. I just have this like gut feeling and it's around the timing because I don't know if you guys remember we were at PAX in Boston and there was this big Oculus event at PAX and they were showing off the Quest, they were showing off the Rift S, they had all these first party games which were amazing and then in the middle of that Valve <laughs> dropped the details of the index and it was like, the timing couldn't have been perfect, like Valve did it intentionally well, of course.
3: Plus, not only that they were like specifically hunting for, for Facebook with the fact that they had an IPD adjuster exactly, and just kind of yep. trolling them with that, showing exactly. like hey we have a better thing going on and, right and now.
0: And if you look at like the releases this week, you know, this week we've discussed they're all releasing at the end of next week which is you know probably when everyone's finishing up Alex all all the guns are out yeah you know so they like so they're they're smart with the timing but also if you think about it with all the hype around Alex and all the articles that are going to be written about Alex if some people are then tagging on the end of these articles oh by the way (laughs) Oculus have you know leaked that they're they're working on a new headset as well in the future uh, it it, it drums up the hype for them to ride on the coattails of of Alex so it's but 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 more about like the the names itself
2: like because I mean I don't think that anything is like hidden in like Del Mar, but Jedi is a very specific kind of name for a, for a controller, and that can mean two oh things. It's either like like a wand, right? Like a wand, but I don't think that as a strategy the Oculus is for,
1: or it would hmm. be like hand controllers. I think it's hand controls. It's the midi thing. I I, I guarantee that's it. No, 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 I, like, that's it. Like, when you're thinking about it, what does it bring out? It brings out the whole kind of, like, let me do the magic side, you know, of, of the whole force. That's mm. that's where the Jedi... Uh, it is not that Lenovo goddamn headset that is selling <laughs> for hundred, several yeah, hundred yeah, dollars yeah, do that mean? does one thing. No, and to kind of
0: loop that. us back full circle, I think maybe this is why we haven't heard any releases, like, of new titles or, like, you know, talked about hand tracking on a PC platform, because maybe they're because- saving all this... To release it on
3: the... To sell it. Yeah. Uh, but,
0: uh, well.
3: It needs to be a
2: physical controller then. It's not like some kind of... Oh, AR yeah, no. I think it will have
0: physical controllers and
1: hand tracking. Yeah, yeah built into if it's it. Mentioning, but, but, if it's mentioning but, but, the controller, it will be. Yeah,
2: yeah because they're mentioning the controller. I, I would expect more like a like a glove type of thing with
3: some kind of feedback. Right?
2: Quite possibly.
0: Quite possibly. It's, a, gloves. it's kind of Jesus. crazy. If, if, if that's
3: really the thing, it's crazy to think about that. Like Oculus has been, or Facebook has been making... You know, so many, so many awesome games for the last uh, three years with other developers, and then Valve just drops one title, and the whole uh, place needs to, some something needs to get out because the game. So it's it's crazy to see what the reaction to this is. Mm-hmm. Even get going so far as like. Pulling a, a headset out of your you know magic hat but the thing is if that's, that's really the thing if been, that's really the they've thing. been
0: working on these headsets for years years behind the scenes and it's just a yeah, case. but you can also release it another
3: time you can yeah also but the timing is good time.
0: for them i think to do something like I, this. I think
3: there's there's nothing else than a headset that could beat next week's release i think in terms no. of news no <laughs>
0: but i don't know and, it's and hard oculus
3: is
2: gonna i mean I, I don't think it's oculus intention to like block the way from like happening because if there's one company that would benefit from Half-Life Alex doing no. well I think it would be Oculus Oh no, I don't, well, right? I don't think they're Mike blocking said, it the yeah. I think ride they're the riding the, tail. yeah. the tails yeah of course yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you know my, my guess is that we'll hear more about this um, at the next Oculus Connect hopefully that will be a physical event and the whole you know uh Thing going on with the world right now will die down, and we can yeah. actually you know go to an event again because I think that would be a real shame. I'd, I'd be really disappointed to miss an yeah. Oculus Connect. Um, someone
3: someone said like it, it it might have already been showing up behind closed doors from last year. You know, it's the same with the Quest. Yeah. It has been around for very long. We just have never seen it in the public eye.
0: What yeah. about
2: the, uh, um, the
3: the dome? They had a, a dome headset as the half
2: well. half right? dome. Yeah, half that dome. was the very
0: yeah. focal one. That was the very focal uh, yeah. headset. Um, oh god! So yeah, we're all excited here. One.
1: Who said gloves? Who said gloves? I said gloves. I, Rowdy yeah. said gloves. Yeah. Rowdy, I can't think of anything else. You know how much I'm there sit with my bike glove all the time. Like, I just love to have something like that. It'd be amazing. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So that is, um, you know, some some leaked information about an upcoming Oculus headset called, uh, codenamed Mar. We don't know what it is, but, you know, speculation out there. Love to know your thoughts in the chat and everything oh, as well. There's and a
1: great it, chat comment. I, sorry, I got to kick this here. Sure. Oliver D says, foot tracking yeah that would that would be a really interesting transformation for tracking, foot uh, or, tracking. I,
0: or if you if you speak to Eric Hartley, who's in the chat, he's got some ideas about what he would like to be tracked. you know we, we talked <laughs> about before. GDC way, in fact uh, last year so the timing
3: is good that's true that is true yeah. that's still coming too I don't know maybe that's will, a DLC it thing inevitable. to have uh, like Alex uh, but uh, um, you know if you still have a, a, a leap motion and you uh, uh, put your you know your foot up in the air um, it tracks fine I tried it I gave people handshakes in alt space with my feet yeah. <laughs> like a there's a video on, on YouTube of that too but it works so if you want to try like some you know before it actually comes to
0: consumers that's it There you go. Thanks. So that's um, the Oculus News. Now, our final topic of the show this week is about an interview with Gabe Newell uh, that he did with IGN. And it's it's really rare to see an interview with Gabe Newell. So when this happens, it's like a big deal, right? Uh, And it just made watching uh, the interview even more interesting. It's like watching, it's like seeing a unicorn for the first time. Do you know what I mean? It's just like a magical moment. No, no, no. It's a a balloonicorn. A balloonicorn. That's true. Very true. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So the interview was supposed to be about Half-Life Alex, but it really just tended to be about Gabe and his thoughts on industry and stuff like that. Um, I think that's also because he's the kind of guy
2: who can like divert like a conversation to the direction that he wants it to go. Yeah. Because nobody will try to like, you know, get him off the topic that yeah. he's talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> I
3: think I think no one minds though. No, yeah. exactly. No, we, don't was, we don't mind. We don't mind. I would brilliant. also like I would also like to interview Gabe Newell for, for half life, but then in the end end up with a total different story about what he thinks is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's <laughs>
0: nice. And and you know he obviously mentioned uh Alex said that he was incredibly proud of the work you know that, that the team has achieved with Alex and that he thinks it's some of the best work they've ever done which is you know I'm sure is going to live up to the hype Um, but we're not going to be talking about Alex we're going to be talking about some of the other comments that he made Um, and I've sort of transcribed bits of the interview and I'll just kind of like read them out so this is Gabe uh, when being asked what stuff he's kind of working on other than like just emails day-to-day office stuff at valve and half-life alex and he says uh personally the area i'm spending a lot of time on has been growing out of a bunch of research that occurred a while ago in brain computer interfaces and i think that's kind of long lead stuff that's kind of uh the background thread that i get pulled back into when other things aren't demanding my attention so he's talking about brain computer interfaces and how uh, this can integrate uh, with vr and potentially you know other uh, platforms for the future of like entertainment and gaming. Um, so he continues to say, uh, in the brain-computer stuff we're way closer to the matrix than people realize. It's not going to be the matrix, it's a movie that misses all the interesting technical sub- sub- subtleties and just how weird the post-brain-computer interface world is going to be. It's going to have a huge impact on the kinds of experiences that we can create for people I think connecting to people's motor cortex and visual cortex is going to be way easier than people expected. And doing things like reading and writing to someone's motor cortex is way more of a practical problem than making people feel cold, for example. And you would never have guessed that. And I would never have guessed that before going into it. It turns out that your brain is has really good interface. It it turns out your brain has really good interfaces for some things and really badly designed, kludgy interfaces for other things. The fact that your immune system gets involved in your perception of temperature means all all sorts of weird parts of your brains that uh, participate in the sensation of being cold. Whereas your motor cortex or your visual cortex are much more practical problems. And then he sort of rounds it up by saying it's an extinction level of for in en- every entertainment form that's not thinking about brain computer interfaces if you're in the entertainment business and you're not thinking about this you're definitely going to be thinking about it a lot more in the future which is pretty amazing
1: yeah. oh he, he, he had some like some of the stuff he comes out with this is the thing that these guys they just they're just like behemoths of the industry right and they they come out laying down these statements that thankfully for mike for quoting and and, and putting it so eloquently like it's amazing to see that just roll off his tongue, so to speak. But the mm-hmm. thing that caught me, he, he made a comment about when they asked him what his favorite game was, and uh, he made this lovely comment about um, how it, you know seeing closed projects, so like Half-Life 1, Half-Life 2. I think he said that Portal 2 was his favorite game. Like how, how painful it was to kind of see the first two. Like those couldn't be his favorites because he, all he saw was this like package of flaws, mm. and that just really resonated with me. But this, this like brain computer interface thing hearing musk and others talk about it and getting into that level of depth can you imagine like vr coupled with that technology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean the amount of someone someone just said in chat i don't want my arms controlled in in vr but like but anything I, in, in in that anything in that is going to feel so um it like intravenous almost like yeah. like uh you know It's going to be inside you It's going to be invasive, invasive. Very invasive. That's the word I was
0: looking for. And and the way you think about it, like traditional VR nowadays, it will be like that, but you won't need to wear a headset because it'll be jacked straight into your brain, pretty much just like the Matrix. You know, you won't have to wear a physical headset. You'll just be in it, Uh, which is kind of crazy to to think about.
2: I mean, I'm a little bit more worried about, like, the health concerns still with that kind of technology because, I mean, I I have a little bit of experience with with BCIs, with brain-computer interfaces, but mostly um like the ones that i don't have a problem with is trying to read the data out like there's been like google has been working on that as well trying to like get information Mm -hmm. from the visual cortex denoise that and then try to portray the image that has been perceived by the virtual cortex um with the visual cortex but what i have a a far more bigger problem with is that uh, the brain is it's although we really like separated into regions It mostly consists out of networks. So by triggering a certain network, there's a plethora of regions that you can actually activate. And what what we did a lot, like you have a lot of technologies that that use that specifically for psychological disorders, like for example, depression or Parkinson's. We use BCIs in order to stimulate a specific part of a a specific region. We can do that by implanting electrodes in the brain, which is very invasive, of course, but you also have non-invasive methods like a really big net magnets that are being placed on your head in order to stimulate a certain region but that's all like that technology exists already for a long time but nobody really knows how that works and there are like serious you know health concerns with that as well in a positive way and in a negative way yeah. uh, because what you're basically doing is you're like your brain is very plastic like you can modify uh, certain signals with that so I do wonder by these kind of technologies hitting like the consumer field, which Mm -hmm. has already been done for quite a while. Because if you look into direct current stimulation, whereby people actually place electrodes on their brain and do a direct current through their brain, um, that's being done quite regularly. And people claim that they can concentrate better after doing that. So it's it's a very interesting topic, but it's... Like a lot of research is necessary in order to like mm. develop like some s- proper strategies. Yeah. What what
0: I love is that you know like at the moment we're obsessed with resolutions and pixels, whereas in the future we're going to be obsessed with how many electrodes you have in implanted in your brain, you know, and how immerse, more immersed you're going to be with those extra electrodes and and what paths they have access to, and you know, uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be the, the interesting argument in the future, you know, I think.
2: And and also another thing is like the the. The regions he's describing, the visual cortex and the motor cortex, they're the ones that are laying directly under the, the, the top layer of the skull, basically. Mm. But you have a lot of like uh, other regions, like the amygdala and uh, the other uh, non-cortical regions, the thalamus, for example, that have a very strong relationship with emotions and fear and anxiety. But they're way, way deeper, and it's much harder to reach those kind of structures without getting invasive. Um, yeah, and
0: I think no, that's where where sort of it links back to like Elon Musk with like Neuralink, you know, they're, they're trying to make it very, although it is invasive, but trying to minimize the, the trauma involved in having these electrodes placed in your but- head.
2: But the electrodes in your head, like if you have deep brain stimulation, the amount of trauma that you get is actually very, very minimal. Mm. But of course, you will still have to go through other regions in order to reach those results. I mean, yeah, minimal trauma.
1: Yeah. I love that term. I just minimal. There trauma. should be a podcast called Minimal Trauma. That, you know? would, yeah. that could have or been why an alternate call. Really
0: cool the show That,
1: that would really cool. But the <laughs> problem yeah.
2: with with the brain is that like like minimal trauma is often not that big of a problem because you have your brain is plastic you know it can it can modify its way around that you probably need some training and some revalidation in order to get that Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's never an ideal scenario so i can't see something like that being used for a consumer even if there's minimal trauma the amount of risk that it goes associated with that is just enormous Mm -hmm. but of course they're working with different kind of Fibers and very optimal. I don't know anything about that. Of course, I only know about. I, l- I love
0: it. It's like how are you playing Half-Life, Alex? You're playing on your Rift there You're playing on your vin- Valve Index. No, it's just going I'm straight into my, my brain, brain, bro. <laughs> just getting <laughs> jacked right.
3: in, bro. I have no GPU, bro. Yeah. I have no Intel Core potato. It's my brain that I'm using. But, no but isn't
1: that going to not going to suck when it's not your CPU that's holding you back? It's your own brain. <laughs>
0: your brain. brain like, is oh bottleneck. no,
1: mom! Come oh, on, mom! Dad. I knew I
0: should have paid attention in school. This is why.
1: Damn it! <laughs> Only yeah. an i3, really? Genius.
0: Aww. But yeah, nevertheless, obviously, it's probably a long, long time away. But I think it's exciting, nevertheless, and to to see someone like very, him, very legend status, talk about this kind of stuff. Makes me very talking, excited. So talking to
3: us mortals.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a very fun interview. So I'd definitely go and uh, urge you to go and check it out. Uh, it's on IGN's uh, YouTube channel. So go uh, go check it out. Really, really interesting. Um, so let's round up the show then, maybe with some questions from the chat. I'll sort of. Um, uh, reiterate the show times and everything else. Also, for some reason this week, I don't know why, uh, when you search for f Reality, the show doesn't show up in the search results. So, if you're enjoying the show, please make sure you like it and to, and, and share it with uh, with everyone else to get the word out there. But I think there's something weird's going on with YouTube's algorithms, where yeah, YouTube is drunk. Everyone's at home from YouTube, and uh, if, if, if
3: Mike mentions the liking part before I can
0: even talk about, you it. you know something's you wrong. Know some... Yeah, exactly. something's gone That's wrong. <laughs> to <say. Yeah>. um, <laughs> so just a reminder. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube and on Twitch. You can also catch the show live in VR using big screen TV. Uh, Really, really cool way to watch the show. Uh, The show goes live at 7pm in Europe, 6pm in the UK, 12 midday in Central US. Also check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Spotify. Well, right. I hope
3: YouTube is not going to have issues when Half-Life comes out. It would kind of kill its momentum for that day. Well,
0: it kill my momentum, <laughs> sure, and I think it would kill kill my uh, incentive to finish the game in a single stream. But we shall see.
1: There mm-hmm. is a there's an interesting thing. VR365 says, uh, "Won't people die if stuff gets that real?" I do think, like like you know, scaring a goat to death if you just shock them, right? They just die, like literally. Heart attacks will become, <laughs> as a as a as a fear connoisseur, I would say that. I do believe in that. I believe Mm -hmm. that you could scare someone to death um, if they were immersed enough and put into a situation that was that traumatic. Similarly, I'm sure Rowdy would chip in in and probably say, you can literally give someone PTSD. Like, they're standing on that battlefield. They think they're on that battlefield. Gunshots are going off.
0: What we need to do is watch Black Mirror, and you'll know that this is going to happen That's in true. the future.
2: That's But true. at the same time, it can be used for positive things as well, like treating PTSD
0: and, uh, and other illnesses. Sorry,
1: you said positive things. I immediately just thought pigs, and I'm Black Mirror. <sighs> I just can't get that. I, out of I my think mind. your brain
0: was going to go somewhere else. There's him. Go on, and go, and go and on. And tell no, me, Mike. Tell no. me. <laughs> We'll get and then we go back to you know if
3: you want to you know uh, uh, grow some space uh, pigs then you can play that one game that Zim mentioned. So yeah. here we
1: go, everything comes full circle. Full circle. That was another. Absolutely. Any interesting Kickstarter projects? I've actually seen a few, but nothing I can remember. The ones that um, that
0: were interested, uh, interesting, like the uh, the smell one has kind of been put on hold. The Chilldex has also been put on hold because of the global pandemic. They can't source the parts because they're obviously all come from China. So no. I wouldn't recommend backing any Kickstarter projects right now now in terms of the vr space because they're all just gonna be massively delayed um
3: i would i would support your locals at the moment
0: yeah yeah exactly local businesses yeah order takeaways. i was gonna say
1: local kickstarters what <laughs> local kickstarters yeah, <laughs> if i, mean, I go if up to like the find, farmer's market <laughs> it's yeah, like sure. potatoes cheese <laughs> yeah. Kickstarter Killed, campaign. kickstart potatoes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. for that yeah <laughs> Jeff yeah. said, uh, Rowdy, I enjoyed hearing you talk about that and Parkinson's in previous shows.
0: Yeah, good. He's the big brain on the show. The big brain. <laughs> oh my Man. God. Hit, hit um, the like if you like Mike's new camera angle. Exactly. I spent so much time this week readjusting my setup. So I had a, I had a bad back where I was, so I had to shift everything around. And I thought whilst I was doing it, I'll uh, upgrade. So I'm actually using a DSLR now uh, for my webcam, which is super OP, but it looks really nice. So uh, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, yeah. noticing the effort. No Mike, you other.
1: gotta you gotta show us a zoom in and out because that's action is super smooth. Yeah, like,
0: so, so this is like a, a zoom out, so you can see my space. You can see all the mess in the background there, which I generally hide away. Wait, wait, wait is that is that a dusty
3: old uh, Vive
0: uh, Cosmos? Right? No, I've got some boxes <laughs> oh. for like the uh, oh, okay, okay, the okay. Uh, the Rift S and the Quest uh, behind me. I've also got some wait, wait, really nice. Trip? I've got some really nice. Um, Neon poles that I've just got delivered today. Actually, they look super, super nice. Got a red and a blue one to nice. go like Beat Saber vibes. So uh, that's going to be super nice to play around with those. Uh, but yeah, like nice. it's, it's cool to have a DSLR and, and play around with that. It looks, looks really, really but, nice, I think.
1: Yeah, for anyone who's wondering, like, why does Mike look a little bit different this week? He's actually been horizontally flipped. So it, you're looking at the other side of Mike's face that you usually do. Although because he's on the other side of his room, it looks like he didn't move that much. Right. He looks totally different. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's the funny thing. What? So yeah, What? there you go. Um, Very confusing. People are asking oh, what? what the countdown is. It's just a, It's just the time. It's just the time. The real life time. So we know uh, what. What's <laughs> people to are going to ask about up sure. <laughs> um, But yeah, like next week, um, we're going to be talking about uh, how uh, the global pandemic has affected the VR industry and how it could hinder and also accelerate its use. Uh, So that's going to be an interesting conversation we have next week. Of course, we're going to be talking about uh, our impressions of Half-Life Alyx. We'll avoid as many spoilers as we can, but we're just going to talk about the core gameplay, what we think. Um, And, And how it ends. We're going to highlight that entirely. We'll we'll tell you exactly what happens at the end. No, we won't do that, I promise. Um, So, yeah, we're going to wrap up the show now. Um, Stay safe, of course, with everything going on in the world right now. It's important to stay safe. Look after your loved ones, friends and family. Wash your hands. Don't panic by. And, uh, yeah, just be careful. Look after each other. Uh, Have a great week in VR. Enjoy Half-Life, Alex. We'll be back next week at the usual time. So, until then, take care and bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. See you later.